The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Back everybody to another episode of Bub in the Bloom, episode thirty-one, a special edition of a live NFPC Gladiator draft. Why not? Everyone's doing it. We're going to do it too. It's going to be fun. We'll explain the format here in a second, but let me get the introductions out of the way. I'm on Twitter at BDentric, and my co-host is always on Twitter at Ryan BHQ. Ryan, how are we doing, my friend? We are great. We are stoked. I, I'm I'm fired up. We've I, I've done. I know I, I know you've jumped in a NFBC 50 so far. Uh, this mm-hmm. is my first, I guess, pretty much draft of draft season that I've actually prepped for. I know we've done the that early early draft draft champions thing, but uh, first gladiator. And, yeah, I don't even. That was like basically totally blind. So nope. I actually did some prep. There's ADP for this, so it's fun to kind of get back in that groove of mapping out your first few picks and. And all that stuff that we uh, that we do normally in like January, February, March. But uh, I don't know. Why not December this year? Yeah, let's scratch the itch. It's a new format on NFPC. There'll be an overall. They're only going to run so many contests, obviously. I think by the end of the month, they might be done. There'll be regular draft mode from there. But it's a fun one. It's 23 rounds. So you get 14 hitters, nine pitchers. You fill out your roster, no bench, and you live and die with what takes place from there. If your guy gets hurt. You have a zero until he comes back. It's literally a gladiator format. Survival of the fittest is one way to look at it, Ryan. So should be fun. Strategies have been all over the board. Relievers early, you know, this, that, and the other. I don't need you to give me all your secrets because we are drafting together. But uh, have you been kind of deciphering how you want to attack things? Because you're coming out of the nine spot. I'm out of the 14th spot. So it should be a ton of fun. Yeah, no secrets. I'm I, I'm an open book, so I'm I, I even when like when I did the labor stream, I was saying people's names before I while they were still on the board and guys I'm targeting. So I think that's better content that way. I think uh, for everyone listening, much more interested in kind of what we're thinking, players we're thinking about than actually who 
I pick or you pick or whatever. So, um, so I don't know. That's kind of my general philosophy with these things. But yeah, I'm picking ninth or fourteenth. The, the 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 main theme with these gladiators is how early the uh, relievers are going in these drafts, and for me, how late the starting pitchers are going. And so that's something that I mean, we'll see. I'm probably going to start hitter heavy, but I've got the chance just looking at ADP so far. And so I've got a spreadsheet that looks at um, you know, of course you do. Of course, of course. it's all you know numbered out and and and, and this sort of thing. But it's all ADP. Who's going to be percent? Um, the likelihood that they'll be available at each pick. And like in the second round, there's a 50, 50 shot. Garrett Cole is yep. available to me. Um, there's no starting pitcher going in the first round of these gladiator drafts. That's so crazy. That's a decision we'll have to make. You'll have to make a decision. Uh, if I put your thing in here, you've got a 50, 50 shot at Corbin Burns and a 75% chance that Garrett Cole is available to you in the second round. Um, or you could go reliever. Um, I don't know. Yep, could be a lot of fun. We start in a little over a minute. The draft will start. 15 teams, as we mentioned. Some names many of you all know. Some just awesome people that have jumped in uh, to the ring with us as well. You know, our buddy Willie G, Willie Garofalo. He's, I know he's done a few of these. Of course, the notorious one, Mr. Zach Waxman, is in this chat. He's caps. Uh, Hastings is in this. He's done a few. Ben Tid, our buddy that, you know, was a much smarter guy than me, of course. He is in this draft. Uh, and there's many, many more great listeners. Uh, Gialdi's in this draft. Yep. Uh, our buddy MS that uh, asks lots of questions on the show is in this draft. Pretty much anybody that's associated with listening or just hanging out with us are here, and we love it. And, you know, we might do another one. I going to say it. Might not, might, but uh, we love – I enjoy drafting with all these people and uh, doing it for fun. So the one thing I'll mention before we get this party started, the draft, like Ryan mentioned, no starting pitchers early and stuff. When you look at ADP on NFPC, make sure you sort between the two because Gladiator is very, very different because of the format I mentioned of – you live and die with your 14 hitters and nine pitchers, whereas your other formats, you might be a little different in how you space out your picks and whatnot. So aggressiveness is much different in certain positions, as you will see when this party gets started. We'll try to keep you as, as up to date as we can, but we still have to draft also. But there's two of us, and the draft is about to start right now. And the chat room's hopping. So, like, I don't know, man. This is going to be... Fun one. <laughs> we'll try and keep the airwaves going as, as much Acuna as possible. Acuna Jr., first pick off the board. Ronald Acuna Jr. Love it. People are buying back in. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. But, yeah, this is good. I love people. Trey Turner went number three. I like seeing that going to Philadelphia now. Um, I don't know if that's a product so much of um, this format or people are buying back in because early DCs and 50s, he was falling a little farther than I was used to, Ryan. Yeah. um, Man, so much to talk about. Well, our next show will be a hot stove, so we'll go a little bit deeper into into Turner. But I That'll be Tuesday night, folks, just let you know. Yeah, Tuesday night come out Wednesday. I think he's still very much a top three pick. Um, Definitely. With Philly, Definitely. So. There goes Willie G taking J-Rod fourth off yeah. the board. Yeah. We're waiting um, for that first closer. It's coming soon. Just wait. So so J-Ram went second. You took him. Did you take him first overall in your NFC 50? Uh, yes, I took him first overall because the more I looked at it, we talked third base position, and it's very true in this as well. It's not like horrific, but it dries up quick with top talent. And you get the power speed combo of J Ram. That to me, that's and I'm a huge Trey fan. Anybody that's listened to any of my content, gigantic Trey fan. But I started looking at J Ram more compared to the shortstop position of Turner, and it swayed it for me. Definitely. Let's see what Waxman does. I'm curious. He's going to use the whole clock because he's probably like in seven other drafts, of course, and doesn't even realize we started. Which would be total Zach Waxman for us right here. Literally, he's going to time out. I haven't checked. Yeah, he's going to time out. This is amazing. 
Good old Zachary Waxman. He's gonna get judged. He might need to. He might. He might. No, he did get judged. He's gonna get judged also. But um, (laughs) Bjorn should come draft for him. That's for sure. Um, I know. I, I don't know. I think if anything, the Aaron Judge signing keeps him where he was. I think there's less risk going somewhere else. Kyle Tucker just went six. That's someone who I was absolutely hoping would get to me at nine. That did not happen. So I'm looking at like, so I am three picks away. I'm two picks away. Bobby Witt just went at ADP. He's been moving um, up I'm looking base. at someone like Vlad, Betts, Soto, Freddie Freeman. There's actually a lot of really good. And the fun thing with Shohei, options. Shohei, I'll let you pick first. There goes Vladito. Vlad just went. So I'm between Shohei, Mookie Betts, and Soto, I know we've talked about. I'm just not. I think the steals are like five or less. Yep. Um, I'm going to go Mookie Betts. I think he's by far the safest. Yep. And he's going to compile the hell out of some plate appearances in that lineup, even though it doesn't have Trey. Um, I just think in this format, we can't predict injuries, but we can predict batting order and plate appearances when they are healthy. So, um, Mookie's mine. And from what I've heard, we'll see how this plays out and we'll try and go for it throughout. Uh, we'll try and talk about this, kind of how we feel each position is mm-hmm. in terms of depth. I've heard outfield is like a wasteland. It after gets tough. Maybe their ninth round. So yep. we'll see how that plays out. But that is something that played into my decision making, taking an outfielder with bets, even as opposed to like a shortstop, which seems uh, deep. Quite Still no closers off the board through the top 10 picks, which is very, very rare. No very rare. Juan Soto just went to, to Ben, to ben Tid. Tid. And I know, like, I don't know. Um, this is just a gladiator, so I, I'm sure we're fine saying who picks what. So Yeah, no, we're, we're broadcasting. If you go to the YouTube feed or to the feed on Twitter, you can see the board as we go. So nothing getting hidden here. There goes Edwin Diaz at pick 11, first closer off the board. He's going to his highest pick five in drafts last time I checked. Uh, actually, I have it up here. Edwin Diaz, yeah, Ace Hill fifth would be his highest spot, and that's pretty pretty impressive, mm-hmm. all things considered. But uh, the thing with Shohei is fun. You can draft him now, but you have to figure out he can only play pitcher or util for you on the season. So as your draft goes on, your strategy has to adjust on where you want to play Shohei. So you can't right. just be like, oh, like in a DC, I'll pick week to week where I want him. Yeah. Not so much the case here. When I am on deck, this is Gialdi takes Jordan Alvarez. Interesting. So there's Classy. another closer. You're up. Um, Class A yeah, got taken just, just before you. I don't know if you're not, planning to go closer or I'm not. I'm already but... not happy about this. I'm going to be totally honest with you. This is not what I wanted to do. <laughs> you're not happy with your first round pick. But this is about to happen. We're going to start having some fun here. Gladiator style. We're going Josh Hader. We're going closer. Oh, I'm going to get one of the big time closers because at least I can lock in hopefully 30 to 40 saves and go uh, from there. That's, that's the plan. a man. That's a min pick, man. Yeah, I, I, I like setting standards around here, Ryan. So that's what I like to do. But my next pick's going to be fun. I don't know if Siciliano's listening. We're going to find out here pretty soon. But one thing I've talked about time and time again with you and others is I'm always deficient on power. So we're going big meat people polar bear with this next pick. I'm locking okay. in some bombs, and then we're going to figure it out from there. So okay. that's where I'm going here with my next pick. It went Freddie Freeman. We'll see if Siciliano takes it. 2.1 to see if he leaves me with. Big meat Pete. I doubt he goes first base, first base, but you never know. We oh, shall Johnny. see. We will, hey, there goes Shohei. So I will go big meat Pete the polar bear, hopefully lock in another 40-plus bombs and go from there, and then I can kind of figure out how it goes. But Shohei went off the board there. Shohei is off the board. So that'll be interesting. Corbin Burns just went. I was going to take Corbin Burns if he's available. I will, I'm 
saying now I will take Garrett Cole yeah, if Cole's he's somehow away. still. Oh, did he already go? No, Cole's available. Burns just went. I've got a decision to make between. Cole's looking good for you. Yeah. Yeah, there's. One thing I will say, I, I was definitely going to take Freddie Freeman if he came all the way back to me in the second yeah, round. It's a good um, source of overall stat. There goes Bichette. That's a pretty good fall for Bichette because he's been pretty popular up top. Yep. So that, that's a that's a big one right there. Bichette's been moving up boards, which he should. He's got his highest seven, as low as 23. So going off the board at 19 seems about right there for Bo. All right. I got two guys in in mind with two picks to go uh okay i'll get one of them because sandy and alcantara just went ahead of garrett cole ahead garrett of cole. garrett cole folks just remember that this is fun times right here and ben tid said he was going to try and listen to us while we draft so keep that in and mind then, so i'm going either either machado or cole you're doing the next two of best available players. Look at you. <laughs> Are they? Oh yeah, on ADP. <laughs> oh Jesus, I'm already a slave. I'm already a slave. To there goes Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks to Ben Ted, the fourth closer Good off the Lord. board. Four closers in, in the first twenty-one picks. This is what happens. This is because of you, man. Hate no, it. No, it's not because of me. Uh, Don't be I a hater. Choose between Cole and. Um, I want to mention something about Hendricks. When you're done picking, I want to mention something about Hendricks, something interesting. I'm going Garrett Cole. I think that's awesome value. I think that's phenomenal. Yeah. I can't Um, pass that up. The thing with Hendricks I wanted to mention is there's rumors of the uh, White Sox looking to either deal Cole, I mean deal Hendricks, or trade for another closer. So that's something to keep in mind that could be really interesting as things go on. You'd imagine Hendricks is still close somewhere, but – could yeah. be quite interesting with that one, especially in a format like this. If you're going to take them that early, you're trying to lock in 30-plus saves. So that's a big one. One interesting thing I've got my eye on tonight is where guys like – so the the Kenley Jansen ripple has rippled, right? So like people yep. thought maybe Camilo Duvall would not uh, be the closer if Kenley went to San Francisco. Same thing with Rysel Iglesias if Atlanta – took uh kenley and brought him back home mm-hmm. that's kind of now off the board so i want to see where those yep. those two guys doval and um and iglesias go tonight I, they I might go like, to me they yeah, might go they to might. me they quarter. might they might i might try to take one with my next pick we'll see but um i was really hoping that uh, the jansen news would go a little later in the draft season because i've been team iglesias the whole time like they wouldn't have traded for this guy not to have him as their closer this next year that was always my thought but um, now it's proven true. I might just have been over, over guessing it, but there we are. So we'll see. So Kevin Hastings took Mike Trout right after me. Heath Caps, I think that's a great pick for Heath uh, going Manny Machado. So my my choice between Machado and Bobby Witt, um, or Machado and Cole. Sorry, uh, both those guys would have been gone. There's there's Tatis. Yep, twenty fifth overall. Moving up the boards. Moving up the boards. As, but yet the uh, the Padres keep bringing players in to say Tatis. I don't know. I don't know. Man, so that's a fun situation there again. We'll talk a lot about that stuff next week. Yeah. But uh, the Padres and the thing is, the Padres were in on every big t- guy and just didn't get him. <laughs> they didn't were get him. They were second on on so a many bunch of guys, and they finally got Xander. Um, yeah, some of these deals, man, just eye popping for me. More more so the length than the AAV 
but I was yeah, eleven years yeah. for Xander. He's gonna be like, yep. isn't he thirty right now or twenty? Like it's he's thirty. I think he'll be forty-one. Yeah. And just tonight, Brandon Nimmo was I think an eight-year deal. Yeah. To the Mets for some godly amount of money. Again, not my money. Yeah, wild. I just think about, I just think about like the Strasburg contract, the Patrick Corbin contract, and what that looks like five, six years from now. A lot of third basemen going off the board, man. It's one of the shallow positions. That's been a trend I've seen through these early drafts. Third basemen's going early and often, like closers. Those seem to be the two that really, really get flying off the board. So you kind of either need to be aggressive or be good with the backup options. And in reality, you're going to find a backup option somewhere. You can't get all the, uh, the, the stuff. So it'll be fun. There's your, your boy just went. Presley? Yeah, Presley Jansen back-to-back on the wow. two-three turn. Outstanding. And Waxman's still on auto, so we'll see how that goes. Presley and Jansen on the turn. Um, JTR went in the second round. That's someone who I was considering in the yep. second as well. I know you and Toby did did catchers. To me, it's it's crazy how much high and above is. JTR is, even even compared to like Varsho. Um, well, dude, you, you look at drop. the look at ADP. Real Mutual's been as high as eighth, as high as eighth. Wow. In this format, yeah. I I I mean, yeah. And there goes Romano. There's Varsha than Romano. Uh, Bobby D is in the chat right now, giving you props on your pick there, Bloom. So Bobby enjoy that. Yo, Di Pietro. Yep, getting getting right. cold there in round two. So that's pretty well, big, course, big boy man. stuff. Was a good pick. More closers going off the board, so I'm going to have to make a decision here pretty quick in my third round. So we're at team four is up, so I'm about four or five picks away. Um, Ryan Presley. We just talked about Presley. Jansen just went. Romano. Just went so by ADP. The closers available to me next are Devin Williams, your boy, Ryan yes. Helsley, who right. I don't know. There's um, a lot of questions there still. Yeah, I don't know about just 100% closer role. There's questions with Romano too, because there's rumors that the Jays are trying to trade for Helsley. Yeah, and the Jays were in. I feel like there was a report the Jays were in on Kenley as well. So. Devin Williams just went. So if I'm going to go closer, I need to pick one very quickly because basically it's Ryan Helsley, Camilo Duvall, and Iglesias is what I'm looking at. And then mm-hmm. after that... There goes um, Devin Williams to Waxman. Yeah. Loving it. Yep. Loving Williams it. is gone. So there's like two or three closers left. And then you're looking at Bednar, Bard, Barlow. It gets a lot uglier. Very... DPH has done a lot of these gladiators, even to one tonight. Lots of draft capital on the closers, he says. So, yeah, it's just that question of like, do I want to pay up right before that cliff? Um, That's there's the an opportunity cost with it, but like after this round, there are yep. not going to be, at least at this early in the offseason, there's not yep. really going to be anybody left with the Nothing roll in. set in stone. Yep. It'll be so. really interesting. You're coming up here a couple picks away. Yeah, I'm two picks Hellsley. away, so I'm going to have to go either Duvall, Iglesias, or Helsley. There goes a Rosarena, my boy. That's your boy. Yep, love me some Randy. Here you go, Bloom. DeGrom just went right before you. You must be so bummed. Oh, DeGrom. All right, so I guess – so now the question is, do I – I can't play chicken. Then one of these one of these three, Helsley, Duvall, Iglesias. You need is not to probably get back one. To me. <laughs> but I could try. Um no, I need to go closer. So the question is Doval or Iglesias. I'm going to go, and this is funny, man, while you're talking, pick the right Iglesias. Do not pick Jose Iglesias. Yes, Colorado. do not. Um, 
Rysel Iglesias. I think he's, I just think he's safe now in Atlanta. Yeah, I think he's a phenomenal. We forget he was like a top four closer when he had a full-time job and he's been elite for years, like really, really good ratios, inning strikeouts. And now he's, even when he was, we talked about it with the relief picture deal, even after missing like basically half the season, he was still an outstanding just reliever in baseball. So now he's going to have that job on a potential World Series contending team yet again. I think that's a pretty good spot to be in. Do you like Duvall or Iglesias? Who would you? I'd take Iglesias 100 times out of 100. You would? Yes. <laughs> just for the fact that I like Duvall, but he's got some control issues from time to time. And you just never know with Kapler. Like, it still could be like a 75-25, 70-30. Like, I don't know if he'll ever be the 100% guy where Iglesias on paper should be the 100% guy. Big picture run as as we're two picks away from your pick. So around my Iglesias pick, DeGrom went to Kevin Hastings. Mm-hmm. Ben Tidd took our boy, our collective yep. boy, Brandon Woodruff. That's Woody. an awesome pick. That's phenomenal. If I eight. went Honestly, if I started hitter, hitter, Woodruff was my, my guy in the third round. Um, I like that a lot. And then Dylan like Cease. Went to uh, Jay Mitts, 11th, and then Felix Bautista, who I didn't even think about. What the hell? Um, as a closer. Yep. But oh, there he went. Yeah, I had Bautista queued up. I had Bautista queued up. Dang. that's my love me some Felix Bautista. That's a bummer because now the cliff drops quickly. Now I might have to go Duvall just to get a second one in there and call it goods, or I just kind of wait and you know get the Sewalds and Helsley's and other guys later on. That's a tricky spot. Michael Harris just went, so that helped there that question. Yep. Um, man, this gets a lot more different. A lot, a lot different now. Um, you know, Frenchie Lindor still there, come off a big year at shortstop. Shortstop's kind of deep, but also not kind of deep. So that's a fun one. Third base is drying up quick. Um, outfield's outfield, as we talked about earlier. So do I go with a second closer or do I just say screw it? I got one elite closer and start building up from the from later on. Could go with some Aaron Nola at this point. That could be pretty he's fun as well. With those strikeouts. Yeah, I'm going to go Nola. Lock in those strikeouts in a, in a league like this. He's pr- knock on wood, usually pretty darn dependable. So I'll go yep. with Aaron Nola on that one. It's funny. I'm going through. Well, we'll we'll talk uh, after after your round, your your wrap around here. Yeah. I'm interested to see how you're going to handle speed because you basically have no steals. I basically punted it. Rounds. Yeah, I yeah. basically punted it. Yeah, because Big Meat Pete gave me five steals maybe. So uh, we're going to have some fun with that. Don't you worry, though. I got a few ideas up my sleeve because I got all that power. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually have a guy I'm staring at right now that could be pretty fun, and it will cover an outfield spot for me. So that could be f- something to look into. There goes Camilo Duvall. There goes Justin Verlander. I'm going to do this. I don't know Dude. if it's the greatest pick in the world, but I'm going to do it mainly for the speed aspect here, plus a little bit of pop. Give me some Cedric Mullins. This could right. be a – yeah. He's, he's not dead speed. Let's put it that way. There's lots of speed to go. <laughs> Robbie DiPietros, tell me, don't let Ryan bully me into steals. Yeah, I, I, at least I got a, <laughs> I got, I got a, I got a quasi-balanced steals guy. We're okay. And I We're really okay. shouldn't be talking. My only hitter is Mookie Betts, and I think my perception of him as a stolen base guy is a little bit inflated. Oh, so. there goes there goes Rob's Mets bias. You took him over Lindor? Yeah, yeah, I did. As a matter of fact, I did. Yes. There goes Lindor right after me, by the way. There you go. Problem solved. Problem solved, Rob. I was wrong, apparently. You're welcome. But yeah, so fun stuff, fun fun stuff. Okay, so now I gotta flip it back. How the hell goes, am I gonna? Here goes Gialdi. Here goes Gialdi. There's some save. There's some steals out there. Don't you worry. Saves are pretty much not fun anymore. Saves are toast. That's crazy. Yeah. It's the fourth round, and yep. saves are. Well, is Helsley is Helsley gone? He's, no, he's still there. there. I was really hoping for Felix Bautista. That's who I had queued up. That's who I was gonna run with them. Pick three. That did not happen. There goes Lou Bob. 
I didn't you say anything when I was going back back and forth between the well, glaciers. I, like I like glaciers better. You took them, so I was going Batista mm-hmm. after that. Um, I love Lou Bob. This format scares me to death of Lou Bob, though. <laughs> scares me because that boy does not play that much. So that's mm-hmm. terrifying. Yeah. All right, but, so I've got two picks until I'm up. Um, has Aaron? No, okay, yeah, you took Nola. I took course. Aaron Nola. Nola's off the board. One of the best pitchers in baseball is gone. So yeah, that's mine. All mine. Thinking of going another starter here, but oh, that's three pitchers in the first four rounds. It's interesting seeing some of the starters that are still available. It's wild. It's wild like, looking at these things. Um, there goes Schwarbaums. Schwarbaums get that power power source right there. There goes Jazzy Jazz. Oh, good, good pick, okay. Vinted. Good yeah, pick. Yeah, he scared Danny. the crap out of me with that color because um, was it orange? Yep. Yeah, second base. But yeah, base. be smart about that second base shortstop eligibility. You never know what you can do there. Because I'm going back and forth now. I want to go second base, Altuve or Albies. Um, but I'm going to go Altuve. Yep, there's one of the kind of stolen base sources. If he runs again, he didn't run for like a full year in the last year, 18 bags. So, Crazy. you know, what do we You never know. Still going to hit for great average and counting stats in that lineup. So you're good there. Yep. And I I mean, no one likes how the reason for taking my pick, obviously I like him, but um, again, just all those plate appearances in Houston. Yep. Yep. That's a hundred percent. That's and that's like pop- second base. We've talked when we did our yeah. second base review pod, like, so jazz just went Altuve just went, there's like Albies and Trevor story. And then ADP drops a lot. It's like Edmonds, yeah. Andres Jimenez, Glaber Torres, second base becomes a, a pit very quickly. Yeah. Yep, second base, third base, closers. And then out outfield's not great. It's a little better, I would say, this much. <laughs> You're listing every position. <laughs> well, I'm a, I have second base, third base, closers. Not all of them, no. Um, but it's in this format it becomes more so of a pit. Uh, outfield, I wouldn't – it is a pit, but I wouldn't say as much because you're not worried about the bench depth, I guess. But, yeah, I'm just giving you – I know, shit. I know. And, and if, in a 15-team league, you you know, you want to get an early catcher. You want to get your two closers early. You want to get your – your your starting pitcher early. You want to get Albies, and, and then you can't. I mean, it's just you're gonna have holes in every in every 15 teamer. So yeah, but watching this one right out the gate, like we like you talked about before the show started, starting pitching. There's so much of it there, so much. And I think that's why on Rob DiPietro's last um, last uh, uh, live draft they did of this, I think he took like four or five hitters in the first like five or six rounds. He was very hitter heavy. But he's done a lot of these drafts, so he knows where it goes. This is you and I dipping our toe in the water. This is fun stuff. Totally different deal, though. So right after my second base pick of Altuve, that last second baseman um, just went. So uh, Albies. So second base is officially now. Unless you believe in a Trevor story. Waxman on auto draft is freaking hilarious to me right now. He's still on auto? Yeah, he's auto picking right now. What the hell, man? He's legit just trying to, I think, fill his quota of 400 drafts by the end of the season right now. Waxman, we had hundreds of applications to join this league for tonight. And he was the last and one man, into this, too. My man goes on auto. Yep. Yeah, leave it to Waxman. He gets Aaron Otto on an auto pick, which is not horrible, but that's a good third baseman pick, that's for sure, because you do need it. But uh, yes. good old Waxman. Got to love it. It's fine. Got to love it. Um, but yeah, it's is uh, getting fun here, getting towards the end of round four already. Um, wait, wait, what did the chat just say? I gotta see this. Waxy is probably wrapping up another live draft right now, and it was an audit to start this one. Start this one. Uh, you're right, dead on. 
from D-Rex. He's on the one-two, Terrence Rello at the one-two. Um, there's Urias. Get those wins. Get those Garifalo. wins. Follow. Garofalo just took so Garofalo seemed in point where start we can start talking about like teams. Garofalo started J Rod, Riley, Goldschmidt, Urias. That's a hell of a hitting core. And like 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 has been said in the fourth round, there are yes, there are a plethora. There is a plethora of starting pitching options. It's pretty crazy. Very really much available. Really crazy to see, to be honest. But uh, yeah. McClanahan just went ahead of some pitchers. I definitely would not have taken him ahead of. I got him scared of what we've talked Agreed. about. So um, that was a surprising one to me. Agreed. I have. So I might just process wise. I have gone through actually and done my top. I don't know, like 80 starting pitchers. I do my own pitching projections for that. And um, for the hitters, I'm just using HQ's projections for tonight because I, I really don't even do my own hitter projections. I just go off of uh, smarter systems than mine. Um, so I'm using HQ for the hitters. But the pitchers I have gone through manually and done, and McClanahan is my 23rd starting pitcher. Um, yeah, so I'm just not going to have him this year, which, Pretty again, much. I could be wrong, but polarizing guy. I have no problem being wrong on certain guys. If you just plant your flag, you live with it because there's some definite warts that are, are not looking pretty. But, you know, a lot can change, obviously. So yep, yep. we'll wait and see on that one. We're only in December, for crying out loud. But, yeah. so uh, Olsen Rodon on the 4-5 turn. So that's getting fun mm-hmm. there. As um, D-Rex is putting together Acuna, Presley, Jansen, Olsen, Rodon. Not too shabby there. Not too shabby. Decent pitching, some power to play with. The Atlanta Braves stack. Like that's that's something that could be interesting on a format like this. You yeah. just stack the best teams and see how it goes. Yep. Here comes a little catcher run. Oh, so, man. You guys are killing me here. You guys are killing me. This is not what I wanted to do. This is where it gets to the point now. Do I just punt catching pretty soon? No, there's still pretty, a lot of depth there, here. There's so a, we're, there's, we're good. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're the, you're the catcher expert now after the, the Toby show. Um, Toby and writing up 56 but... catchers for the Black Book. So, yes, I know a little bit about catching. Book, I'd say. That's right. So, yeah, it's, it's kept right. me busy. Rankings are out for catching. I've done it all. So, the funnest position in all of baseball, folks. Catchers. We got you covered. But, uh, Willie G, do something fun here, kid. Come on. Shock us. Pick fi- round five. Pick 64. He's going to run down the clock. I think he wanted Adley or Will Smith. I think that's what just happened right there. I guess I'm not the biggest Adley guy for this year. I, I like Will Smith like so much more, which I I'm, guess Team 3 didn't have the choice. But yeah. um, I'm completely torn on the Adley thing. I could see a ceiling through the roof or another like development curve hitting. Mm-hmm. There goes Zach Wheeler to uh, Waxman on auto pick. Not All right, so I'm getting nervous because there's a couple starting pitchers I really want, and Castillo and just and Zach Wheeler just went. I'm just gonna say it because I'm not gonna get to him, but the fact that Max Scherzer's on the board in round yeah. five tells you everything. So, about this yeah, I'll, like I said, I, I, I said at the top, I'll I'll name names. Um, I've got Gaussman and Scherzer at five and six right now in my SP rankings. Um, yeah, it's just and crazy they're both to available to me if uh, in these next three picks they both don't get taken. So I'm all over. Gossman or Scherzer right now. If uh, in, in reality, it shouldn't matter when doing different types of drafts because you should want guys with like high strikeout upside. But it feels like it's even more important here. That's why I, I like Nola. Gossman gets a ton of K's. Scherzer gets just if if they're not going to pitch all the innings, you want the innings to matter more. If that makes sense. And when these guys are out there, they just like elite, elite innings. And that's a uh, pretty interesting because I think it was um wasn't it Steve Weimer was telling us when we had Scherzer. him on about the yeah there goes Scherzer about the uh I'd rather have quality innings over quantity of innings in a format yep. like this yep so. that was his big thing in the forecaster quality yeah. over quantity on the pitching side yep so. oh I'm getting 
So Beaver just went, these yellow stickers are freaking me out, man. Uh, Watch Gossman go right here. There goes Kirk. You're going to nope, get your dog. You got him. So I get, you got him. Wow. He fell to you. Look at you. Look God, at you. Man. I miss I miss these sweats. Yes, I know. We're sweating a gladiator draft on December sweats. 8th. Um, I know who I want right here. Uh, I'm probably not going to get him, I'm guessing, but I know exactly who I want. It's just probably not going to happen, but it would be cool if it did. be real cool if it did. Because I am buying into the Trevor story bounce back, I'll be honest. Okay. So from a position standpoint, drop off standpoint, that makes a lot of sense too. Because he's kind, kind of, of the last depending on what you think of story this year. Yep. Um if you're if you're glass half full, like he belongs in that second base tier that went in the last round. So Oh, I'm stoked for Gossman, man. He's he's yeah. my number five that's overall huge. starting pitcher. That's which huge. is probably too aggressive, but that's what the numbers came out to. So well now we know Gialdi's listening to us. I probably just lost my next pick because he's now in the chat saying Zach has blasted, he fell asleep. So uh um, <laughs> Axman passed out. Yeah, the, that's what Ed Gialdi's Gialdi's two picks ahead of me. So there's a good chance I don't get who I wanted now. That's fun. Gialdi doesn't have a second baseman either. So. Yeah. So there goes that one. Thanks. Thanks, Gialdi. This is this is part of the deal of doing it live, folks. This so pick your you backup. Get. Pick your backup, Bubba. Well, no, I already got some circle, but that means I wait a little while. So because Dansby. Like the the interesting might, thing with story, push. I mean, won't won't story get with Xander gone? Will he play? But short how do you move how do you move him around? You can't. Yeah, like that's why so multi-position eligibility yeah. doesn't mean that much to me in this because you basically are locking a dude in. Like as it drafts, it leaves you more flexibility. But once the season starts, it is what it is. So, and that's the big thing. Like you were saying at the top with Otani, you have to pick now. It's not a week by week. Oh, y'all did not snipe. He went third base. Wow, yeah, he, he went third base route. That was the other option. Tommy Edmond went ahead of too. your boy uh, Trevor Ooh. Story. So you got Ooh. one more pick, uh, Ooh, Eric Schmidt. Dansby. Dansby took my, one of my favorites, and Dan or uh, Tid took Dansby Swans, and that's that's awesome. So, but yeah, Schmidt, don't do it, don't do it, Schmidt. I'm gonna kick you out of the draft. Just saying it right now. I'm just kidding. I don't have that power. Tid's but, Tid's got a Tid's got a, a Bubba heavy list of guys here with Jazz Woodruff. There goes and, Corbin uh, Carroll. Corbin Carroll, loving it. So Trevor Story, come on down. Where's uh Where's our boy um, DePonte? Where you yeah, at? I need DuPont. you. I need you right now, buddy. Here you go, just for you. Just legendary rant when he yes. took Trevor Story Trevor beginning Story of the round back in August. Got Ted Soto, Hendricks, Woody, Chisholm, Swanson. He's got all your boys. I know you're not a big Soto, but ten overall. Yeah, I like Soto, but but uh, I like Ted. Ted's a smart guy. It makes me feel a little better actually when I see a a well educated guy helping a guy like me. <laughs> yeah. get through P this. PhD Ted. Uh, yep, <laughs> takes care of business here. Yeah. So that that's that's good to see. Now's where it gets really fun because I might do something stupid here just because of one of the things that's fallen off the board. But... So you've got just to set the for the for the listeners at home, you've got a closer, a starter in Nola, you've got Alonzo Mullen story. So you do have a nice you're pretty I was, well rounded, I would I was say. I gonna say my, my next pick. You can do um, a lot of things with this. I'm going, oh, I'm going to Oscar. I'm gonna go Gunnar Henderson because if you look Ooh, at the third yeah. base position after Gunner, it drops off like 60 picks. I'm not saying draft off ADP, but there's a reason it drops off 60 picks. Is what I'm trying to say, and that's a tremendous drop. And I love the I love the changes or the improvements Henderson kept making as he stayed up there. Like he looked like a pretty dang solid hitter as the season went on there towards the end. So I'm gonna gunner here at third base. See, this is where my this is why I'm glad I'm doing this too. Is I'm making a note and a, I mean lesson learned here. This is the first time I'm kind of battle testing my spreadsheet, and I don't have Gunner Henderson listed at third base, so I need to fix that 
So kind of why I don't know. Uh, Duponte is listening with y'all. Give me give Duponte a little dap from me. We got mm-hmm. we got Trevor on this on the squad here. I like that T Oscar pick into yeah, the fifth the, round. T Oscar is awesome. T Oscar is. I don't know who MVP BT is in the chat, but uh, he's laughing at your PhD Tid pick. So that that's uh, <laughs> that, that that's good stuff. Um, um, going back to your third base comment, while you while you, uh, you're on the clock, so Starly Marte. I am going to take Gunnar Henderson. So there we go. Okay. Now we you're right that. though. Uh, third base is boom bad right now. Real bad. Real bad after that's, that. So I'm, like, I'm going to take wild. that and walk away. Once once y'all they took Bregman, you know that's when you really hit the edge of the cliff. It's Bregman and Henderson and just drops. Yeah, because so. according to HQ's projections, where I'm looking at like Eugenio Suarez, Alec mm-hmm. Bohm, Jose Miranda, Matt Chapman, and ADP wise, those guys are all like 11th round. So mm-hmm. nice, man. That's um, it's good to get on that before it before it dies out. Every once in a while, I have something that I'm every, clever. Every I pay attention then. to, but now I'm getting nervous though because outfield is next to nothing. Uh, pitching needs to be addressed. There's plenty of pitching left though, so I guess I'm not that nervous there. But it's gonna get fun. Catcher's gonna start going even more probably that time. That's the thing with being on a turn. A lot of stuff's yeah. draft, drying mm-hmm. up. There's a couple of middle infielders I still really really like, and we still even though it's a gladiator format, you still need the middle infield. You still need a corner infield spot. So. Um, you don't have to shy away just because you have a second baseman or a shortstop. So that's pretty cool too. Where you yeah, it's interesting. One? Yeah, uh, so I'm just going through. I'm, I'm taking a bat. It's it's so tempting to keep going starting pitchers. So much there are pitching, so many man. I like, but that's the thing is scarcity. Like there's there's a, like Max Reed just went. Um, yep. In round six, six round. Like, <laughs> Daniel Bart. So I'm trying to board. resist that urge of taking starters I like because you're right. Gialdi, Gialdi got freed. That's a great pick. I love me some Max yeah, Freed. Like who went right after Gallon. Um, and that, and by the way, Gialdi's done a lot of these drafts. That's his first starting pitcher in round six. He has a closer, a starting pitcher, and then four bats. He's going with the bat heavy approach. And he's done a lot mm-hmm. of these drafts. Something to maybe keep in mind, I guess. And Bard, like, I mean, the whole Colorado thing, sure. Um, he combated that really well with a ground ball rate last year. And, I mean, there is nobody <laughs> contending for that job. No. Who would want right. to? No. And the thing is, is he's still going to probably be very good. Is he going to be that good? Probably not. But still, like you said, no one's contending. So, at worst, the save should be there. And if he's pretty decent, you're going to be uh, doing pretty good as well. All right. Eloy just went... I love you, Lloyd. Love you, Lloyd. I feel like I'm going to regret. Uh, yeah. So I'm on the clock. I'm looking at, yeah. I'm looking at um, <laughs> two Bloomfield specials in Bogarts and George Springer. The new Padre. Um, I like Bogarts more than Springer straight up. So I should probably go with that. I just, I kind of want to keep that shortstop slot filled for later in the draft. Um, but I'm going to go Xander. I just, I love Springer, but I think in gladiator, similar to what you were saying with Luis Robert, you gotta have, it's a hard, it's a hard format to have someone like Springer. Yep. And it's the same with like Tim Anderson. I think we've talked about it before. He just doesn't play games, a great player. And I think that's going to help him fall as well. And it's just one of those things that we talked about even focusing more on just to, uh, <laughs> Financio and Fisher on the call. So Gialdi's on a call with all these sharps. As they watch us draft, by the way, you mean a call like a like a, zoom, a call? zoom? Yeah, they're having a Zoom call because you know Fish has those cool Zoom calls where they all hang out and you know Fish drinks like twelve high noons and tells 
tells everybody how awesome he is because he is and, and goes from there. So, yeah, that's what they're doing right now, I bet. Do need to check out Venancio and Fish's um, mm-hmm. new podcast. It's really good. I, yep. I listened a little bit to the first base earlier today, actually. I skipped the catcher one, but I did listen to uh, first base today. Uh, we're, I know we're going to get into um, the hot stove next episode, but I just saw it. Did you see that Brandon Nimmo got eight for 162? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So I mean, it's the it's the well with him, it's the AAV too, but the yeah. length. Good God, yep. eight years, man, eight freaking years for Brandon, like great OBP guy, but man, that's, that's and a, good center fielder. Like he's yeah. he's definitely someone we get so it's almost the opposite of the Teoscar kind of things we were seeing. Like Nimmo True. is a lot better um, real life player than fantasy True. player. Health is a big thing though with him too. Yes, big time. I, I don't know. It's, so yeah, Corey Seager, money, so yeah, true. As we keep track of Waxman's auto pick team, Corey Seager went to him now. Like he's probably gonna have one of the most well-rounded teams because he probably put all, all of his knowledge into this and like ranked them all out and everything. Like just typical yeah, Waxman. Waxman. Yeah, he's got a. He doesn't have any steals. Arenado, Seager, Devers, Judges. But the thing, only... the thing is with these formats is if you're because just due to injuries and this longevity, you could almost punt a category in theory. I know I've heard some people talk about like just punting saves, but locking in all the other ratios and stats, maybe just punt steals. I don't know. I don't know how you can win an overall like that, but it's the first year for this format. We're probably going to find a lot of things out. Just kind of like shake our heads towards the end of the year. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Only other thing too, I've seen in like, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not calling people out in this league, but there are some in this league who have like 10 or 12 gladiator teams. Like when I'm thinking, I saw do so as like 10 or 12 gladiator teams, like I'll probably have three. I don't know. Like I'm not really, I'm not really worried at all about it overall, honestly. Like I, I, you can do a lot of different things in this format and just win your league or get third and get a gladiator again next, next year. So like, for sure. I don't know. I play play most of my leagues just to try to win my league. If an overall ever happened, that'd be awesome. But, uh, yeah, if you play a, a bunch of them like they do, yes, you diversify. Like I don't know how many Gialdi's got, but he's got to have at least six or seven by now, I'd imagine. So you can definitely get a get a pattern, get a, get an idea, and go from there. Twelve Dussos or one Bloomfield? Who are who are you taking? Uh, of course, the one Bloomfield. Duh. <laughs> by the way, look look what Gialdi said. He toasted his high noon to you. So Fish is definitely having a nooner and having a good time. I'm jealous. We were talking about it before the show. Uh, we're we're trying to focus here for just a little bit longer. I just don't have the stamina, man. This these drafts are what two and a half hours, so yeah. Jose Abreu going in round seven. You Darvish in round seven, man. The pitching and it's like we knew it was going to happen, and it's just mind blowing seeing all these. It is. Go. So yeah, going back to the draft here, like there is a bit of a starting pitcher run. Uh, Alec Manoa went in the sixth. Christian Javier in the sixth. Musgrove and then Darvish went um, first pick of the seventh. So. Um, starting pitching is starting to starting to roll a little bit and And so is the freaking clock good god yeah i like it i like it but uh we see some closers you mentioned bard went um clay holmes went as he should be the guy in new york still questions bednar went alexis diaz went in uh, around seven potentially closers for the reds but how many times right now we talked about closers for the reds like alexis diaz is awesome really really good stuff we've talked about that too but man trying to trust a closer on the reds just uh, you better just hope you get the ratios and the strikeouts there yeah, this draft's too fast for me, man. What the it's hell? Perfect, great speed. Be on the turn; it goes a lot faster. Just boom, and you just kind of hang out. I am rusty. Um, I do have a target though. I'm 
thinking well, I'm thinking I'm gonna go Wilson Contreras if he's available. Um and Hastings already took his two catchers. So the I'm new St. Louis Cardinal. The new St. Yeah. Louis. And that is a beauty that you mentioned there. He already took his two catchers. He can't take another catcher. It's that simple. So paying attention to the board is even more important. Hell of a pitcher run. So Bednar, this is the seventh round. Bednar. Framber Valdez, Alexis Diaz, Scott Barlow, Tyler Glass. Now, just and that's why you don't want to wait on closers so much, though, because if you don't have a, like an initial ace closer, you just got to stuck with those as your ace closers. Bednar, Diaz, and Barlow. Maybe it works out. Maybe I'm the fool, but uh, it's definitely different. So I'm definitely... <laughs> Hastings is watching too, by the way, because we said he can't take another catcher. He said, "Well, my utility is open." <laughs> your your utility is open. Hastings. That is true. You can, uh, you can go for it. Um, I get the catcher pick. Um, yeah, I, catchers are very much fall now. I I think unless you really like like Stevenson or Sean Murphy. Um, Contreras was my guy in the seventh. Melendez went in the sixth. Kirk in the fifth. And so there's not much after like that's six what, or that's seven why that's why that's why I think I'm kind of just like you know what it is what it is at this point, and uh, I'm just gonna suck it up. That's what it's gonna come down to. It well, it's a certain point. Like I, I, I mean, if I were you, you know the catcher pool more than basically anyone on this planet, <laughs> given your given your preseason. That's, not, that's work. nothing to be yeah, proud of. Nothing to be proud of. That's yeah. That's actually kind of sad. Yes, um, yes, it is. It's been a hell of a 2022 for me, Ryan. Thanks for finishing it off with the <laughs> boom. <laughs> but finish, finish my thought. Your, uh, your expertise in the catcher pool. I think you can wait till the end. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely some stuff. Let's see what Gialdi does here. Here goes Tristan McKenzie, by the way. <laughs> Sticks. Sticks is off the boards. Um. Yeah, if, if I have it my way, I'm going to really have some fun here and get my second second baseman as my middle infielder. Because this is something I thought about today. If you want to be competitive in this, you can also drown out a position and make it more difficult for people as well. So that's where I'm sitting here if I don't get screwed over here because Gialdi didn't do it. He took Brian Reynolds. I'm going with um, Andres Jimenez. That's where I'm going to go. Okay. Yep, and he went to me because Willie Adamas just went. So Andres Jimenez, I don't think the the 17 homers, 20 homers, the power speed is there. The average at 297, probably not there. But at worst, I think you got a 15-15 guy with 20-20 upside. So, and I'll we've been talking some... second base. Um, yep, doubled up. Now it's there. really getting shallow. And uh, so much for needing stolen bases. Now I think I'm feeling a little better about life, and now I can just attack my team. So uh, I feel a lot better about that as we get deeper in the rounds. Like it's any other draft, Ryan, that we talk about you start losing the five category guys and you're getting hopefully three to four category dudes and you can go that direction. And I think we're going to see that here pretty soon. And I might need more pitching. There's not a lot of yellow on my team. Uh, there are two yellows. Yeah. One not a lot of yellows. So. Yeah. You're going to have to, you have to patch that up pretty quick. Is there a reliever that you, a reliever got? that I'm interested in? <laughs> like Johan Duran. I like, but is he really the dude in Minnesota? I think he could be. I think he's pretty mm. darn good. Him, By Paul ADP, the next guy is Gregory Soto, who does have no, the role. We, but... We've talked about that. We've talked about that. Yeah. Um, the uh, Paul Sewold is an interesting one to go with. There's a few other guys down the list, but do I want to take that chance? That's where it gets a little dicey uh, in that scenario. 
What I could do is look at starting pitching. He got the likes of Logan Gilbert, which is fun. Does he have the innings to get you what you need there? We saw the big improvements with him. Um, Logan Webb's out there. Nestor Cortez. Blake Snell, who was very good. Lodolo. Lance Lynn is out there. Yeah. He's my top guy that's on the board, depending you know what you think of his health. But A lot of starting pitchers out there. But it is – we talked about how many elite ones are there. That is starting to finally dry up. Still a lot of options. But that eliteness is starting to uh, go yeah. away, which is uh, going to make this – Really, yeah, I really think fun. from a broader or you're up, so I'll, we'll yeah. We'll before you go talking, here. I'm looking at some stuff. Uh, think from a broader perspective, if you wait on starting pitching again, this is just one draft, so trends, whatever. If you wait on starting pitching, I think you really need to like so that point of when you dip back into the pool. I think you really need to go for um, starters in rounds like five through seven or eight, at least in this format. And really make up for not having that foundational guy early, which is a strategy that can work. It worked for a lot of teams last year. I know Ben Tidd's main event team that finished way high. I don't think he took a starting pitcher until um, like the uh, fifth round. So, but just know if you wait on starters, you, you're gonna have to make up for it with a lot of volume here in the in the middle ish round. So well, you just went Logan Gilbert, man. I went Logan nice. Gilbert. I, lo- I like that upside there. We saw him continue to improve in his sec- second year, kind of first full year. I think we could see another step. The talent, the pedigree was there as a prospect. So I like what we see. We found out MVP in the in the chat is Ben Tid. So uh, we got that going for us. He said, Bubba, don't do it. I'm curious what I was not supposed to do. That's what I'm curious about. But you're on deck. Where are you going? I have no idea. I was talking too much about the starting pitcher strategy. <laughs> and there goes Johan Duran, by the way. We got another another closer off the board. That was too Gialti, which I like I like Duran quite a bit. So that could be a fun pick. Tim Anderson off the board. Yeah. I think this is the first year where I'm not going to be all over Tim Anderson. Oh, I'm, but... I already told myself I'm not. If he proves me wrong this year, so be it. I just can't do it again. We talk about it like there's a point where injuries all the time might actually be a thing. <laughs> he might actually be a thing. So, yeah. Got about 20 seconds to your next pick, Ryan. What are we doing? I thought you were going to say 20 seconds till I'm up. Oh, shit. Until my pick is up. Yeah, no, I wasn't going to do you like that. And you're on the clock. Logan Webb. There Logan goes. Webb's a good pick. I was thinking about. Yeah, it was between him and Gilbert for me. Bryce Harper's still out there if you don't want him to play for the first half of the season. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the top guy in the queue. So Him and Buxton. I can't wait to see. That's like a game of chicken right there. Maybe Waxman. I'm sure Waxman has his He's own, got it uh, all set up. He's got his queue figured out. Yeah. Wouldn't um, worry about that. God. Bats are, so I'm up in the eighth, and I've got about 30 seconds left. I think I know who I'm going to go and say is Suzuki. Um, but I'm just trying to make sure. There's a couple first basemen, Abreu and Crone. Eh, Another reason why it. I took Big Meat Pete. <laughs> oh, Abreu already went. Yeah, he's gone. The hell Abreu's Abreu gone. Go? Okay, so. You got 10 seconds. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to take Seiya Suzuki. There you go. When the hell did Abreu go? Uh, round last so round. Yeah. Damn. I like to say a pick. There, there's a lot to like there once you got to go back I, in the I, I actually, I really like Seiya Suzuki this year. It's not a pick I normally make, just but with the lack of track record, at least in the majors. Mm-hmm. Um, but his, his forecaster box. Yeah, there's I'm a lot still to like forecaster there. mode. So. Hey, when you spend as much time as you did on that, it makes sense. Let's put it that way. So, I mean, last year, 400 at bats, 14 homers, nine steals, like just an all around 
all-around guy. I think Chicago's lineup, hopefully they make some more moves and a little bit better, but we'll see. Yeah, this is going to be – and Nathaniel Lowe just went – he's been moving up ADPs, man. Finally had a big, consistent season, and now everyone's buying in. It just feels like <laughs> – that scares me, seeing that kind of jump from him. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way, and that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Well, the um, stolen bases are really starting to dry. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That's what I was kind of looking at in the eighth with some of my picks. There's like... Stephen Kwan is available. Yelich is available. I'm at yeah, Rosario. I, I like the Yelich. Who's going to take Jorge Mateo? Anybody? Anybody? At some point. That's got some stolen bases there. I don't know what else Jake, it has, but it has stolen bases. Jake McCarthy's available. I, I, I don't know. I thought you were thinking maybe about thinking. him. Yeah. I just, ah, I don't know. Hey, Cody Bellinger's know. out there. He steals bases. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> got to get on base first, but he steals them. So yeah, you got that going for you. Oh, but now it's starting to get fun. I'm just going through the player pool and marking my cues kind of to see what's out there. And it's gonna get interesting here in about another round or two. Now is when the, the rubber starts to meet the road and you have to fill out your roster. So ADP might get a little thrown out the window, which gets kind of fun. You have to just reach and get it's your a games. lot looser around ninth, tenth round. Yep. One thing, and I, I said this when I took Xander when I was going between Bogarts and Springer is like, I mean, I take Xander and I know I can fill middle, but like I really don't want to take another shortstop. <laughs> but there's a lot of good shortstops right now. There's t- yeah. So in this last round, it was Franco, Tim Anderson, Jeremy Pena, Carlos Correa, Ahmed Rosario all went um, in the eighth round. Those are all fine options. If you're waiting on shortstop, you can Definitely. wait until eighth or ninth round, um, especially like Rosario. If I needed speed, I probably would have taken Rosario. If I didn't have Bogarts already. So again, that's kind of the perils of you see that sexy shortstop name early in the draft. And that's that's something I learned a lot. That's a lot that's something I learned a lot last year. And I kind of am trying to like train my mind to as great as those early shortstops are, they're still very Mm -hmm. good and can help you win. There's no doubt about it. I'm trying to like at least train myself to be like, hey, what else do we have out there? Because you know, as bad as it sounds. If worse comes to worse, I'd prefer middle infield, but not starting shortstop. But you never know. C.J. Abrams, I don't hate this year. Getting a full run in Washington. Let's see what the kids got. He's going to play every day, and that's a speed, some power. It's Washington, which sucks, but just little things like that that um, just adds to the depth of the shortstop position. Uh, that that can be quite interesting as you keep prepping for your big boy drafts later on. Um, there's probably so just, oh, so one thing that. Uh... 
interested in your take on someone who I thought I'd be really in on and probably not now just because of the price and the hype. The ghost of Zach Waxman took um, Hunter Green in the eighth round. Yeah, I saw that. We've talked about Hunter Green a lot, the second mm-hmm. half improvements. Al Garofalo just took Yelich in the That's ninth. That's a good go pick, Willie G. Um, really good pick. I like that. Hunter Green is someone, especially like with, with more of a focus on pitcher wins that I'm having this offseason. Like, Makes it uh, tough. I thought I was going to be in on him, and I don't. I don't know now. Yeah, if he just were going after talent and strikeout upside, he's near the top of almost every list you'd think. Uh, There goes Byron Buxton in round nine. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, I'm with you on Hunter Green. At least in a format like this, where you definitely need to have a guy that can potentially get you some wins, it's a little scary. And the other thing is, is we talk about you know ratio guys and whip guys. We know when it's when he's off, that whip goes through the roof. I'm not saying that's what he's going to be. But that's also something like he could be another Luis Castillo type dude uh, until Luis went to Seattle, of course. Yep. And uh, that's something to consider as well. As talented as he is, as many strikeouts as he gets, yep. is he as that's something I struggle with. Yeah, I eighth round is going to be it's going to be hard. That's the problem. It's hard with- to pass. And if, well, and if you think about it, Ryan is in our other drafts, he might be your SP three, which is pretty darn good. Yeah, oh, there goes Sean Murphy. I like that pick. Led all of catchers and at bats and yeah, that was played good, last season. That was a good all pull. of them. That was a shocker. That's why I don't want him to get traded. As bad as that sounds, I want him in Oakland where they will play him like that. But they're they're playing him like that to trade him. Obviously, you're on the board. Sorry, the floor is yours. Uh, you're good. Um, was actually kind of thinking Murphy if I wanted to go a second catcher just because playing time. Like the other guys there, are Stevenson, Raleigh, Darno, uh, Kiebert Ruiz catcher just got really ugly so murphy was a really good pick in the ninth um i'm going to take i don't have first baseman i don't think yeah um i'm gonna take reese hoskins reese's pieces well done i mean you've yeah i I think that lineup's just gonna mash Uh especially second half once uh once mr harper returns so, I love that pick, but I'm also very biased on Reese. I know you're, yeah, you're. you're I'm very biased guy. on him, man. Like, I've drafted him already in my 50s. Um, Tyler Stevenson, I love that pick at this point. Going, I think he should be ahead of a few other guys. I'm going to look into Are William you? Contreras. Oh. I'm looking to, well, well, Tyler Stevenson to me, and last year was an injury thing, but they were kind of fluke injuries. Like, one was a foul ball off his hand, which given catchers, that's what happens. Like, so you can't, I guess, say too fluky, but um, the hit tool for a catcher is really, really good with Tyler Stevenson. Like really, really good. Um, so I think, and there's a lot of power in that ballpark, a ton to like. And I'm on deck right now. And if William Contreras is still there, I'm taking William Contreras. He's, so, he's yours. I love William Contreras. He's yours. Severino just went to Gialdi. Christian oh, Walker just went after my well, Schmidt, Schmidt's, Schmidt's before me. So I'm still waiting. Well, wait, still waiting. I'm on deck. Oh, yeah, my bad. My I'm bad. on deck. Um, he, there goes Clayton Kershaw, Kershaw. So now I get William Contreras. I'm a huge believer in William Contreras. The Braves want him in that lineup. He either DHing or catching, played just about as many games as Travis Darnode, and the power is as legit as it comes. So, a big fan there. I can't. So, this Sean Murphy trade, I keep thinking he's on Atlanta now, but he's not. That trade never actually happened, right? Did not but happen. Murphy There's rumors. <laughs> There's rumors. The Atlanta's a rumor, and Arizona's been a rumor. They're shopping him everywhere. They want him to, to be traded. That's what they're hoping for. So a third so. baseman finally went. So you took that's crazy. Uh, Eugenio Suarez just went the last pick of the ninth round. 
that's the first third baseman that was taken since you took Gunner. It drops that much. Sixth round. It really could does drop a lot. Really wrap your head around as draft season. I'm back on the clock because yep. went Suarez, Muncy, and I don't yeah, have a third fun. baseman. So. This gets really fun now. Now, do I start reaching or do I start getting creative here? I'm going to go with another reliever. And no, actually, I'm not going to another reliever. I'm going to another starting pitcher here. And actually, I'm going to, oh man, oh. this is this is tough. I'm going to go with another reliever. No, starting pitcher. This is a guy I love. I think he takes another step this next year. Give me Luis Garcia of the Houston Astros. Uh, okay. Okay. The strikeout upside, the wins. We talked wins with Hunter Green. He can yep. get wins pitching him in Houston. So um, he had 15 wins last year for crying out. So Luis Garcia, big fan. Andres Munoz just went after. Was he a consideration for you? It was Paul Sewold for me. But I love Munoz too. Um, I think either one of them could end up being the main guy, but we know they don't really have a main guy. Sewold had 20 saves last wow. year. I think, I think uh, Munoz had five or six. Yeah. They could flip-flop. Uh, at this point, you're speculating, so at least give me the strikeouts and the ratios. So Munoz is great in that regard. No question at all. And this is where I, this is why I grafted Hater early. So if I get a couple spec guys, maybe one gets me 10, one gets me 15, then we're okay. Yeah, Munoz, I just worry about, well, he had he had the knee, I think knee surgery. And like you said, he only had a handful of saves last year. You're you're kind of banking on that. Like he it wasn't really even a committee with Munoz. Yep. Like he wasn't wasn't really in that committee. Nope, not at all. So interesting to see how that one keeps playing out. But they have a bunch of other options. It's just not those two. Like we saw um yeah. Uh, Brash go to the pin, pitched great. Uh, and they had a couple other options that are just not coming they, to the top. They of my had head Eric around. Swanson last year. They did. They did they trade him, but Eric Swanson had a sub two ERA. And it wouldn't surprise um, me. Castillo, like, Diego Castillo, Diego Castillo was back there. Um, they had the year before they had a couple more guys. Like Depota will trade for more guys. We know this. Like this is going to happen. Um, does he trade out some guys too? That's part of it. We'll see. But Ryan, you're on deck. So let's see where you're going with this one. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going pitcher. I only have three pitchers through nine rounds, so I got to get back and get balanced. And of course, since I want to go pitcher, <laughs> there's a pitcher run that you kicked off, man, with your with Luis Garcia, then then Munoz, then Ladolo, then Cortez. Those are pitchers that um, I would very much like to take. Um, I'm gonna go. I got to trust my rankings here, and despite the the age. Risk. I'm gonna go Lance Lynn. Yeah, that's innings, man. As long well, as he's have, healthy, that's innings. I have Lance Lynn as a top twenty starter, and just going through each guy, projecting ERA, WHIP, strikeouts, and wins. A question um, for you, real. Or right, finish your thought. Sorry, no, finish your thought. Um, no, the last we, thing I was gonna say is the second half. Second half of last season. This is my this is my Zach Gallen theory from last year. Second half of last season, Lance Lynn threw a hundred innings. So. Yeah. That's big. That's big. He's an innings eating machine. We know that with Mr. Lynn. But I was going to ask you, we talked about Lodolo just going there, and it's kind of a fun question. I'm pretty sure it'll be asked all through the preseason. Do you go Lodolo or Green? Yeah. Um, it's a lazy question probably, but no, it's a, I think I, it's an interesting question too. Yeah, it is an interesting question and a couple rounds difference between the two. I would go Green myself. Um, I just like the control a lot better. Okay. Um, Del Dolo, 9% walk rate last year. Just, I don't know, kind of scares me that walk rate being able to mm-hmm. even go five, six innings on that Cincinnati team. Like, I really wonder how many wins he's going to get next year. One Same could be said for Hunter Green. But that, it's pretty but, much any of those. I, get to go, I know it's it's funny because we mentioned it. You and I both mentioned it a lot. It takes me back. This is why people should go to first pitch, by the way. 
but it's something so simple. But when it's described in depth a little more, Rob Silver just talked about like the wins and he talked about saving us talk about wins. And it's just like, it's as simple as good players on good teams. And it sounds so easy and we always kind of look past it, but it's that simple. The one thing I'll say about Lodolo, cause I remember this from DFS. Um, as the season went on, you, you were talking about the innings from August 17th on, he made nine starts. He went at least six innings in um, nine of those starts, at least five in all of them. 275 ERA. His walk was a 2.43 per nine. So 7% walk rate, 24% K to walk. He improved as the season went on, is what I'm trying to say. And that's what, at least that's what I like. I think most of us like to see from these young pitchers. And we saw Hunter Green also come back from the IL and make some improvements, but Lodello just kept doing it throughout the season. Didn't have to like go to the IL. Like he made those improvements through the, in the bigs. And that was kind of uh, good for me to see, I, I would say. Yeah. I, Hunter Green made just as good improvements. Oh, yeah. We talked about him a lot. Yeah. That's what's interesting about those two. And maybe, maybe we, instead of clowning on the Reds, we should be giving kudos to their pitching like coaches. Yeah. Like, but like we can we, still like clown on him from a from a defense and run support. Oh yeah, like that's, and park. I mean that's yeah. that's it's tough. We're going to see. Uh, we're going to clown on them for the um, for their general management skills. We'll clown them on that. <laughs> but um, or the or just their ability to or inability to spend any money. Well, and it'll be fun to see. And again, then we're kind of going down rabbit holes here. But it's a long draft, so we'll get back to you guys in a minute. But we did see the Reds at least, like when they traded Castillo and some other pieces, they got a lot of good young talent. Yeah. So it's just now, what do they do with it? Do they actually develop it? Do they end up trading them for other stuff? Like we've seen them screw it up in the past. That's where it gets fun. Like Jeff Erickson could probably give us a whole run through. Jimmy Butler, all these great people that love the Reds. But if I'm a Reds fan, at least... You know, you're playing on optimistic. You're like, we've seen this story before, but they actually have the talent that's close. So you might yeah, never know. I, I try to stay optimistic, but it's tough. I get it. A couple of interesting builds so far. So one, there are two teams that have three starting who have three pitchers through ten rounds so far. Ryan Williams and Siciliano. Um, Doval, Verlander, Kirby for Siciliano, Romano, McClanahan, Musgrove. Everyone else has four to five starters. Um, one guy has six. So just interesting. That's one thing I like to look at in the draft is just roughly kind of where are we at position-wise where you've got – well, we both got four starting pitchers. So we're both kind of – or I should say four pitchers, not starting pitchers. We're both kind of middle of the road so far in terms of balance, at least from a hitter-pitcher split. Yeah. Still um, pitchers I like on the board. Like Blake Snell is still available. Charlie Morton still available. Those guys I've got as top 30 starters. But uh, I'm afraid like late, it's going to be really ugly for the bats. If you don't get that's what I'm now. wondering. Which is weird to say because all those starting pitchers hung around for so long, but it's, it's going to happen. And that's why I wanted to attack like a second, second baseman early and some other things early. Cause, and this is why looking at my knowledge of the catcher's position, of course, um, if you don't get like JTR, one of the top, like two or three, I'm cool with waiting a bit. I think I'd rather attack some other positions, at least in this format. We'll see, but that's kind of what I'm starting to think. And you're on deck again. Here we go. Yes. This is going quick. We're in round 11, almost halfway there. Almost halfway, Bloom. 
Harrison Bader just went. That's I like that. Ooh, pick. my guy's there. But he doesn't get a lot of strikeouts, but he should get a lot of W's in St. Louis. Jomo. Jomo's still sitting there. Ah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of freaking starters. It's just you're not getting the elite strikeout guys, or you're not getting the right. Like it's, it's what you expect as the drafts go on at any position. So that makes it like Brandon Nemo's still out there. If you want to expect him to play great after getting all that money, it's hard to run the bases with that much money in your pockets. So keep that in mind. There's a guy I'm real curious about, though. I took him in my 50 uh, the other, the, uh, earlier. You know, Ramon Laureano's out there. I know he's been banged up lately, but man, yeah. if he stays healthy, he is not in question. He's a 2020 guy. And that's kind of could be one of those values or just the kind of sucker pick as drafts go on this year. Uh, I'm up and I am confused. <laughs> it happens. Perplexed. You can have this one. A lot of good picks out here. A lot of good picks. Go take Jared Klinik. He's out there. Ryan's serious. Now. He's getting. He's getting quiet. He's, he's 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 focused here, boy. This isn't good, man. I don't feel good about this next pick. Yeah, Ryan's about to clock out. Ten seconds, folks. <laughs> I'll go third base. I'll go Alec Bohm. Just projections wise, he's yeah far and ahead. He, the top third baseman left, but that says more about the third base pool than. If he could ever put together the contact skills he showcased before, it'll be nice. Just can't he ever is the question. That's the million-dollar question. Um, I'm starting to feel like I need to get some relievers here pretty soon, but it's it's at the point where I just need to say screw it almost. This is an interesting one, um, and we'll pivot over to your pick next. I was between Cabrian Hayes and Alec Bohm at third base, and Ben took Hayes right after me. So that'll be – I'll have to check with him on – if he was even considering boom, probably like, no, <laughs> you don't but, well, no, yeah, you're in no, it. No. <laughs> what's, what's fun there though, between Bohm and Hayes is they both have had that prospect pedigree. You're just like, one of them has to break out soon. Right. One of them. And there's questions like, man, Lucas Giolito still out there. He can't you're be up. this bad again. Giolito can't be this bad again. You're up. Yep. I'm going to take another starting pitcher. As I keep saying, I'm going to take relievers, but we're going to back to starting pitcher here. And I'm going with the Jesus lizard. Jesus okay. Lizardo. Well, look, give me the strikeout upside. If it's limited innings, I'll take that potential. And see really good there. forecaster box. Um, I think we did an upside second half times two on Jesus Lazardo, and the second half was was really good for him. Outstanding, outstanding second half. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that one plays oh, out. I like that. Maybe I go with my Jorge Mateo pick now. <laughs> he just crushes your batting average, but he does everything else. I just don't know if he's really a that that productive that's that's the tricky part like, yeah the thing is i'm gonna have to consider him soon i, re- I mean stolen base i've got mookie bets altuve bogarts it's like it, that's kind of it man it gets to the point to like i eventually have too many stolen bases you know we've talked about that before you can only like you only need to win the category by one um and that's where it kind of gets interesting i guess is maybe not the right word but feels that way uh, but shortstop is getting pretty rough all of a sudden after we made those glowing comments a second ago it's getting rough. I'm back on the clock. Everything's getting a lot. I mean, the bats, I think the bats are getting very difficult to fill. And we are in the beginning of the 12th round. So, again, just kind of making a mental note of when talent starts to dry up. It's also a 15-team league, which obviously makes things bonkers. I'm used to drafting in 12s all the time. And I'm going to do something. I was kind of just making fun of this guy. But if you talk about games, you talk about run score and accumulation – I need outfield, so I only have one outfielder. I'm gonna go Brandon Nemo here. 
I'm going to okay. go with that. Give me a leadoff guy in a, in a pretty good lineup, kind of stacks him with my uh, big meat Pete pick. We'll kind of see how that one plays together there. He's going to play every day that he can. Yep. So he actually hits lefties just fine. So the platoon is definitely not an issue there. So we so it's see. this is kind of interesting. Um Josh Bell just went in the twelfth. Eric Schmidt, I was considering Bell with my last pick as well. So I was saying earlier how second base kind of falls off. I like this kind of pocket of second basemen that are popping up here in the twelfth round. And Brandon Lowe, Jonathan India, Colton Wong, Jorge Polanco, a lot of like rebound potential, yep. but also just a lot of talent. You know, I have a question. I have a question for you. When, because this is another interesting dilemma. I know like Gialdi's done it in some of the drafts I've heard him talk about and some others. When do you start speculating on prospects in a format like this? Uh, Me, personally, I probably won't. I'm I'm a safety first kind of guy, so it's tough for me. But there are some guys where it's like, maybe they only miss two months. You get four months of awesome production, but that two months could crush your team so yeah. it's a it's an interesting dilemma to, to think about like i might do it at catcher before my last picks but we'll see all right so oh you're on the clock sorry I as you were. no you're, you're um in the ch- in the chat bubba thompson's going around pick 300 jimmy d was asking going around pick 300 in, in gladiator formats going around pick 300 Let's see where Ryan goes now as his team is getting deeper and deeper. Worst feeling in the world thinking someone's available. Where the hell? Where's uh, is India available? I haven't seen him picked. He should be. Not seeing him in the draft room either. Who took him? Yeah, he's not in the draft room, period. That's interesting. (laughs) What the hell? Well, you're clocking out here in a minute. Yeah, just man, so. uh, that sucks. That's something to contact admin about. Huh. Josh Rojas, third base. No, now now he's popping up again. That's weird. That's really um, weird. That was a panic pick. I wanted to take Jonathan India, but I couldn't find him in the I typed him in, too. In he didn't come up at all. So I panicked. I went Cal oh, Raleigh. You, you know what happens? Um I heard them talk about this. If you're on the all page, it doesn't show up. Go to Util, type in India, he shows up. Oh. Uh, I don't know why it does that. It's a flaw in their system. I did remember hearing them talk about that on Rob's podcast. Uh, that's what happened because I had all. Yeah, I had it on all too when I was looking. And I remember I switched over to Util and he was there. Oh, so, shit. yeah, that's uh, a, right. yeah, that's a, uh, MS just said it as well. Use util instead of all. I think I heard it was a glitch. Yeah, it's yeah. Even and then Ben Tezit said the same thing. I was just talking about. Okay, it's a flaw in the hey, matrix. Lesson, lesson learned. Maybe First one draft. of those two guys will come back to me in second. You, I doubt. You never it. know. You never know. Highly doubt it. Miracles happen. Miracles happen. The, yeah, except the first five teams, none of them have a second baseman. <laughs> Yeah, you never know. So, maybe, maybe maybe they're all collectively punting it for the host of the podcast. Just throwing it out. However, there. I don't think Waxman's listening to us. Yeah, I don't think Waxman's. Wa- I, think, I don't think Waxman's yeah. coherent. Or, yeah, or I, I, I think you're. I think you're very safe on that one. I don't think you have to worry about that at all. Which is which is fun to uh, see. I can't wait to see what his final roster looks like. And if he beats either one of us, I swear to God. He probably will because he knows what he's doing. That's why he has it set up the way he yeah, does. He has it set up. He knows what he's. Yeah, doing. he knows what he's I mean, doing. 
great player. Just took actually, oh, it's funny you you brought up that bubble. You brought up yep, that prospect there he goes. Um, Waxman, the ghost of Waxman, took Grayson Rodriguez. And I wonder, and it, it kind of goes back to the theory. I, I guess if you want to take a prospect, take it at a pitching, so you get the quality over quantity, maybe. In that regards. Yeah, and I guess he's probably thinking uh, Jomo just went. He's probably yeah, thinking yeah, Grayson. Rodriguez is going to be a pretty, yeah, like very soon. Because he, I mean, he could contend for rookie of the year. And we saw what contenders for rookie of the year did this year with Witt. Grissom. Good pick. Yeah, I was I, thinking about Grissom. Curious um, what they're going to do with him, though. I know. Did they I just, a shortstop when Damsey's gone? When I was looking down that list of second basemen, he was there. And I just, I worry about, well, yeah, where's Swanson going to go? I, I worry about the playing time with Grissom in this format. Yeah, where you have no bench, but I certainly get, especially if you need bags, man. Um, and I do. Yeah, That's I'm a, a big long We've seen we. It was also weird though. Towards the end of the season, they started platooning him. All of a sudden, he was crushing baseballs, and they're like, "Oh no, it's cool. Yeah. We're gonna platoon you now." So like, what That's what I mean. Doing? I mean, there's there is playing. He was not a regular at the end of the year. It really makes you. Sometimes it makes you scratch your heads, but then again, the Braves are a perennial contender for the title, so. What are you gonna not do? Gonna, right? Not gonna doubt anything, Snicker. Yeah, man. Sure there's some talent. As I keep scrolling down this to start setting my queue, there's actually some sneaky things to like down here. I'm kind of excited about this all of a sudden. At certain positions, or just in general, or well, like I, I can give some stuff away. Like this is where I again, it's I'm just like a real idiot nerd. Why I like catchers? At least two catcher leagues. Like Eric Koss is way. To, he's almost pick three hundred. I think he's a phenomenal catcher too. Phenomenal yeah. catcher too. And that's why I think if you don't get one of the top guys, like I mentioned, I said it on the show with, with Toby, like I want one of the top 10 guys. And then hopefully another like William Contreras is like my eight or nine. So that's where I can, I can live with that. We'll see if it pans out in the gladiator format as well. But that's kind of where my head's at at that right now. Yeah. I'm kind of, well, again, my last pick was panic pick. Cause my dude wasn't showing up, but yeah, you got kind of like, I'd rather have Eric Haas many rounds later than Cal Raleigh in the 12th, yep. but hundred percent, hundred percent. But you never know. Like goes Travis Darnold, which is a fun one. I'm curious. I, I keep thinking if the A's were to trade for trade Murphy to Atlanta, I think Travis is coming back. Everyone was saying William, and I, and I said, yeah, that's who you want because, he, and they say the A's want controllable young assets. I agree, but the Braves aren't stupid either. They love yeah. controllable young assets. Like they'll eat, they'll eat Travis's salary to send him away. Cody Bellinger, thirteenth. There goes India. There's India. <laughs> There goes a hell. Of, so I just said, uh, you know, the first five guys don't have second baseman. Well, four of them just took a second baseman. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> son of a b. Oops, there goes that one. Family um, friendly. Actually, there's another second baseman I like. I there's a few on. out there. Second, no, we cannot. Uh, we can. We cannot see your cue, Jamit. We cannot see your cue. Don't you worry. That's a uh, takeaway, man. Uh, just something yeah. I'm learning in draft. Is second base is kind of deep. Second base is kind of there's some yep. there's some good late options. Uh, t- second tucking base, that away. Yeah. Second base and catcher, I can live with some late choices. I really can. Like it's not the end of the world as it once was. So, little little safety net there. If if worse comes to worse, that's for sure. But man, there's some pitching I'm starting to like farther down. I need to lay out the starting pitcher for a minute. I think there's um, some options I like later, like some some veterans, some innings eaters. Some young, like we've talked about before, I love Brian Bayo. Love him. Love him this yep. year. Uh, he's going super late. Probably just went a lot earlier now that I mentioned that, but it is what it is. Um, just, but just scrolling through some of these options, it's it's really deep with some some intriguing choices. But then there's question marks like, what's Edward Oliveris finally going to do for the Royals? Hmm. Stay tuned. 
Um, yeah. That's always fun. You got Ross Stripling down here. Yeah, is he going to be triple A? Is he healthy? What's he going to do? That's um, that that's that's an interesting one for sure. But you know, David Robertson. Uh, I want to see how his ADP falls after joining the Mets tonight. Yeah, that's going to change things a lot. I don't like the fact that Sean Manaya is rumored to the, uh, the the Giants. By the way, that just makes me want to puke in my mouth every time I hear that. And you're on the clock. Have fun. There goes Mateo. There goes Mateo. <laughs> Uh, so Brandon Lowe is available to me, but I, I'm going to wait a little bit longer. Second base. Do I have, let's see. God, this is tough, man. Yep. Rubber is meeting the road, as they say. It is going to go someone else with no speed, but who I really like and Rowdy Tellez. Rowdy, Rowdy. I like that a lot. A lot of power. So you have him and Hoskins. That's a lot of thump at first base. A lot of thump. Man, there's a ton of catchers down here. Holy crap. I, I, sh- I almost should have waited on William Contreras now. Like Christian Bettencourt's down here. Carson Kelly. You have Nick Fortes. Like, there's options. And we're talking almost pick 350 to 400 now. Yep. Yeah, it's, and Jose Trevino's not the worst catcher, too, if you're saying screw it. I'll be honest. So, one catcher who God God I did not, mean, I did not mean to make I did not mean to make this a catcher's podcast by the way I'm just like scrolling <laughs> down holy crap there's like a lot down here no I just realized again panic wise and set your cue before you pick I mean I took Cal Raleigh before Danny Jensen I like Danny Jensen a lot more than yeah. Cal Raleigh so yeah, that's a big one. Oh well uh, I'll one. stop talking about Cal Raleigh I'm no that's okay I understand I feel the it's pain it's funny how when you're drafting one pick just kind of eats at you mm-hmm. and then it, it, it screws the up the rest of your draft it yep. screws up yep. everything else because you just focus on it or it at least it probably doesn't screw it up but it feels like it does you know um, so Man. you just gotta move on but you're up in uh yeah, up in three picks. picks. What do we? What are we? What are we thinking here? I'm debating like really set, like going crazy and getting Dylan Flora, which is almost 100 picks too early, but that could lock in some first half saves for yeah. me before he gets traded. Yep, yep. yep. Be- because the uh, and this is what happens in this kind of format. You just start filling out your roster because it's like yeah, there's all these other options if you just look at you know ADP and everything. But you know, I-, I like Giovanni Gallegos, especially if Helsley does get dealt. That's interesting. I got some option as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rafael Montero. Just in case anything happens to Presley, we saw what he did last year when he had the chance. And that's kind of where I'm do I start taking some spec guys now and then fill in the rest of my roster later? Or since I'm taking spec guys, just say screw it and keep filling the rest of my team up. That's where it uh, gets interesting. I mean, there's also Chapman and Kimbrell that are just totally hanging out there that if they find a job somewhere else and get their stuff together. Um, By the way, we talked about third base drying up. Um, Josh, just, just young is still out there. That's an intriguing one for those that are still searching for third base. I'll throw that. Yeah, You took him in your 50, didn't you? Yeah. My backup third, my my second baseman. So I thought that was a fun second, just in case he figures it out. And I am on the clock. Brandon Lowe just went Eric Schmidt. He's listening. I think I'm going to go with the question I said earlier and just hoping he can get healthy and get it back together. I'm going to go Ramon Laureano in another outfield spot for me. Okay. It's it's probably a foolish move, but I just I buy into the talent at that point in the draft, and I think it's still there. So we'll see. Could really be really bad game. average last year, but really really bad, and it could really suck because his health has been an issue of late, and that could really backfire on me. But yeah. and then you got Lucas Giolito still sitting out there, man. I know I'm <laughs> like uh, I need to go pitcher. I think I in my next pick, there's and... so many starting pitchers still to go though. I'm going to be honest. When I was yeah, but I've only there, got four. And I'm so I'm starting. Remember, I said earlier, like I try and keep roughly in balance with the rest of the draft. There's only three guys 
I have, have four, four too. So. I have four also. You yeah. got five. Four starting pitchers. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah, so many, there's so many starters I like later though that I'm just kind of like I'll keep waiting. You know, Lourdes Gurriel. Do we buy the bounce back? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You you had some interesting things on him. I believe it was you. Yep. Oh, I know what I need to do before this gets out of control. I'm going to go to something I said earlier too. I just keep talking. And it keeps coming to fruition. I'm filling up shortstop and take CJ Abrams because yeah. if you look at shortstop, you know you got Baez, who I usually am a Baez guy, but. It was either between C.J. Abrams or roll the dice and trusting Bud Black and taking Ezekiel Tovar. <laughs> Who they said would be the guy. I just don't trust him. Good Yoshida pick. I like that a yeah, lot. There's the Yoshida. That's, That's your boy, cool. isn't it? Yeah, I got Didn't him. T- I got lucky. Got lucky there. Yeah, I'll take C.J. Abrams just to kind of fill spots. So I need one more catcher, one C.I., one util, two outfielders, and then pitching. So this is really starting to get interesting. Like literally throw ADP out the window pretty soon. Yeah, the HQ projections for C.J. Abrams are, we've got him over 600 plate appearances, stealing 27 bags. That's that's what I'm thinking. He's going to play. And I can see it. They they need to play him for a full season. It's one of those ultimate, like, we're going to suck, and you're going to play, and you can run, you can do whatever. There goes Giolito. 14th round. What a fall. and, And that's not just a gladiator thing, man. He's been falling everywhere. It's... I think I took him in our um, the draft we did together, the first one, in like round eight or nine or something. It's it's been it's been interesting to see the fall from grace. Nine more rounds to go, nine and a half rounds to go, Ryan. This is actually going by pretty quick. I like this a lot. I might have to do more of these drafts. I'll be honest. <laughs> Getting sucked in. No, I, this, this is fun. this is the best part of it. We talk about this all the time. We sit here drafting and like getting mad at ourselves and figuring things out. And and in all honesty, like I love doing the fifties to learn stuff. And this is different. We talked about the ADP a little bit, but it's still gives us a great idea. Like you said, of the player pool without having to do all the other nonsense and literally don't care about this team. After I finish this draft, it's just done. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. is kind of nice. Jeff McNeil, just one. We're on deck. Are we going to play chicken or just go for him? I don't want to, I don't want to keep punting pitching, but I'm afraid, like, I need stolen bases and pitching. And I feel like pitching is more plentiful than stolen bases right now. So I'm going to take, unless Tid takes them, I'm going to take Colton Wong at second base. Okay. I like Colton Wong. You know that. Everybody knows. I just hope they don't platoon him in Seattle. That's my only scare. Yep. I think... They will to some extent, but I don't know. Right, right now on their roster, who are they going to platoon him with? Yeah, that's <laughs> Dylan Moore. True. I, that's I what people know. said. And I'm like, why? Why would you do that? So I'll go Colton Wong. All right, John Gray. Uh, man, that's a good pick. By so Tid took John Gray right before I took Wong. I like that. That's I someone him. who I was yeah. absolutely considering. Um, that's a good pick. John Gray was freaking awesome last year and just got hurt. But I think it was a knee. Like I don't. Yeah, it was a knee thing. Know. It was not, nothing structural, nothing really arm concerning wise. Because he came back from that and was fine. They they just slow played him because why would you rush him back? Right. They had no reason to. Yeah. I like that pick a lot. Yeah, like you would think, yeah, Tid is like actually really good at this. Yeah, what a shock. What a <laughs> Imagine shock. Imagine that. 
Yeah, go figure. Newt went off the board. And then Brian Dale Cruz, wow. that's a guy I thought would get more steam draft season. Maybe he still will. But the way he, fin- the way he finished last year, everyone was a Brian Dale Cruz fan. Yeah. Which is opening the door for Jesus Sanchez to fall a boatload in drafts, by the way. If you buy anything positive coming back from there. There's another fall from grace is the ghost of Waxman just took uh, Montas. He has taken one hell of a team, I'll be completely honest. I've got Montas like 57th starting pitcher. So. I, he's a guy I probably won't have any of either. Yeah, I, I probably won't, won't either. I just won't deal with it. Seth Brown, I almost took him with my last pick instead of Ramon Laureano, to be honest. And he just went after Frankie Montas. I love Seth. He'll play. Yep. Power Anyone speed. on Oakland's going to play. Power speed. Yep. <laughs> after Oakland's uh, signing spree, Litimus Diaz, and uh, you, you, were, you had an interesting thread on what Jace. He's Peterson. Like, Peterson. I, well, part of that is because our good, good buddy, um, he hates the A's because he's an A's fan, so he's very spiteful. Jensen. Yeah, Jensen's very spiteful of the A's, and I get it. They put him through I some torture. Yeah, I get it. At the same time, like I've had Jason so many like 15-team BCs, $150 ones, just because he's multi-position. He, I didn't think he's as bad as he they made it out to be. Like We know he's not a power-hitting stud, but he's very serviceable, and that's why I said he's the perfect Oakland A. Like literally the perfect. He. Why do we like Tony Kemp, but we don't like Jace Peterson? Like let's be real here. <laughs> so it's just uh, interesting to me. <laughs> Tony Kemp. Good. Guy. Yeah. See, that's where I'm going with this. It's a, it's the perfect Oakland Athletic, which is not maybe something to be called. Hey, what's worth being the perfect Oakland Athletic or being the most knowledgeable person on catchers? I don't know. Let's be honest. I might want to be um, the A. I might want to be, be the Oakland Athletic. Being the A is a little bit more financially <laughs> exactly. lucrative. Exactly. Than, I might want to go that you, Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the conundrum we're in here. Javi Baez. Javi Baez has been at the top of my board for yeah. quite a while. I just can't pull the trigger on the steal. So a lot of your projection systems, and again, I'm I'm using HQs from the forecaster um, for good reason. Like we have a really good projection algorithm, but we also, as part of the forecaster process, we talked about this a little bit last week, like we give it a manual kind of sanity check and make sure. But I think projection systems are going to overweigh Javi Baez's stolen base total this year. Like he didn't, I, I just think with the change of team and him not running really at all on a new team in Detroit last year, like, I don't know if that's going to bounce back. I actually, I like him as a bounce back candidate. I just, I don't know if the steals are going to be uh part of that package. Um, another interesting pick that just went this again, this is the 14, 15 turn um, by the same guy, Andrew Heaney. Yeah. 15. That's, that's um, another quality over quantity thing potentially. Yeah. Which, again, in this format, I don't know if I do that. Uh, and I don't even know if the quality over quantity thing for pitchers, with what Steve Weimer was talking about, I don't know how much that applies in Gladiator just because I'm, when I'm he pretty gets sure, hurt, I'm like, pretty sure Weimer's been taking Heaney. Has he? Yeah. So I'm with you, though. I'm Heaney he terrifies me. Like, I made a joke in the group chat with Kerwin and stuff that we have. Um when Heaney got signed to the Rangers, I'm like, well, you can add six to eight more home runs to Mike Trout's projections for the season. So you got that going for you. <laughs> Pretty um, good. Yeah. So it's tough, but the bias thing intrigues me because I've been a bias stand forever. I am nervous, you know, that I've said it forever too. Like eventually it's going to catch up with me with his, you know, plate discipline. 
he's not as bad as he was last year though too and that was the first year of a contract we've seen that play out second year stuff is he going to be elite like he was with the cubs at one time probably not first with that team in that ballpark i think he's still better than a 14th round pick i think he's a decent middle infield option he probably hits yeah. like 240 he probably hits like 240 with 15 to 20 homers and maybe steals you 10 to 15 bases maybe like i, I think that's very serviceable uh we'll just have to see how it plays out I keep thinking he's one guy who I need to get over. Um, I keep thinking he's second shortstop eligible, but he's not. He's only nope. shortstop. Only shortstop now. Yeah. Since he went to Detroit. There, there's another one of your boys, right? Josh, Josh Naylor. Naylor. Love Josh Naylor. That's why I was really You still like angry. him after Bell? You think yeah, he plays? I, my first base rankings. My first base rankings, I think, come out Saturday is what we have going at GTE. And um, I have Naylor right ahead of Bell in the rankings. Head of Bell, okay. Yeah, huh. I'm just. A, I'm a. Wow, you believer. are. I. I don't. But yeah, that. I. That's. I'm a so you are believer. a Naylor guy. I put my money where my mouth's at, yeah. and I'm a big believer in Naylor's plate skills. And Bell, it seems like it's all or nothing with him. He either finds big holes in that swing, or he puts it together. But it seems like he's kind of wavering to me. And maybe I just overthink things. But I, I really like what Naylor can do. It's just a matter of can he play enough. That's the question. So we'll see. Miles Mikolas off the board. Merrill Kelly. That's a really interesting pick at round fifteen. Would, for would, that's funny. You, I was going to bring him up. Actually, that's a really interesting pick in this format. The two hundred inning. Um, Miles Mikolas. Or sorry, Merrill Kelly. Oh God. I'm looking at starting pitchers, and an old friend is popping up near the top. An old friend. And now I'm curious. Well, don't say Chris Sale. He's one of the he's one of the two <laughs> old friends. And the, the, he's another guy, though, man. Because if he's healthy, they're going to throw him. They're not going to baby yeah, him. Yeah, I think I am going to. This is not a Bloomfield type pick, especially in this format. But I think it's a risk. But I see the appeal. I think Chris Sale's a no brainer this late. It was oh, I see the other one. <laughs> I think you see the other on one. The board. My man. <laughs> Hey, you, can, you might be able to get them both. I know. It's not good. You say Just that go like for it's broke. a good thing. Just go for broke, man. Come on. You say I could get Chris Sale and Trevor Rogers on the same team as a as a positive. I think it's um, very positive, especially when you got guys like Edward Cabrera and Aaron Ashby there with the potential and upside they bring to the table. Why not take Chris Sale and Trevor Rogers? Jesus, Bubba, you're going to make me quit the sport. <laughs> This is what's fun about this, folks. Like, I'm not kidding you. This is just pure entertainment. And for once, I'm not drafting next to him. So it's good. I'm going to do Chris. I mean, so. I don't mind. I don't mind the sale pick. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I've, I have. To, we've talked about this a lot. The, those kind of quote unquote injury volume risk guys that we avoided in 2022. The Verlanders, the Carlos Rodons. Like, those guys were fine. And not to say Chris Sale. Like, there is risk there. But 15th round. Um I'm doing that. Ooh, I think I see where I'm. Uh, this doesn't strike guys out, but Jameson went Alex Cobb. That's Jameson nice tie on in Chicago. It's not a great team, but it could be a great division to pitch in. So that's kind of intriguing. They were tie on. I just uh, probably not. Probably too much risk there. But it, it kind of got my attention for two seconds. Um, uh, he's... I'm a believe. I'm a believer in Brandon Marsh. I'll be honest, but. I think I might go with uh, some Giovanni Gallegos action here in a minute. It's either him or Flora. Yeah, it's it's time to start thinking about specs. Those spec saves, guys. Because yeah, we, we've about, got our one closer locked in, but I think I'm gonna go Floro. 
he'll close for at least should close for the first half. We'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. And honestly, that's probably enough. When you pair that with Hayter, that's format. enough. In yep. this format, that's enough to get you at least middle of the pack in saves. Yep. If you that's get a half season out of Flora. It's kind of the strategy I'm trying to piece together. And if I can get one spec guy that somehow gets me 10 to 15, that could take it over the top. So yeah. no, I like I I think that is a way, a decent way to play saves in this format is to get one and a half yeah. closer. I mean, Hater could net you 30, 40 saves. Yeah, if he find if he can return back to that elite closer one, like go Edwin Diaz on us again, that would be a lot of fun. So, How Finnegan just went, I like that. Half season. Yeah, yeah. That's or, or maybe a full season, but 10 saves. Yeah, as a full time closer in Washington, that's that's the risky part. That's for darn sure. The very, very risky part. So, yeah, I'm trying to see what I really need to finish filling out here. Okay, there's there's some stuff to like there still. That corner One name infield that went who we didn't bring up, but is interesting is uh, is John Birdie went in the 15th round. That's a very interesting pick for a guy that doesn't play very often. Yeah, that's... And I don't think will. Uh, I well, I shouldn't say that. I think he's in the same situation Birdie is as last year, where kind of utility you're gonna have to wait on an injury, yeah, which are inevitably inevitably gonna come up. But um... okay, there's my specs. I'm done playing that stupid game. Respect. Oh, you took another Gave one. Gallegos. I'm doing it now. I was looking at the rest of the players available. I'm comfortable at the other positions Jesus, I'm looking for Bubba. for now. Yeah, this, this is this is not how we, we go for gold here. Just selfishly, you're cornering, cornering the market on spec guys. There's your boy, Josh Young. Yes, Josh Tristan Young. There Casas he goes. Just went. Casas is one I'm very curious about because we know the tools are there. I wasn't overly impressed with his debut, but again, first time through, obviously the talent's there. They should be playing him from the get go. But uh, I'm, I'm curious about Casas. So I am on deck. Now I'm two away. You're two away. You're coming up. And are you playing chicken again? Or are you going to go get somebody? What's your plans? I feel like I still need another starter, but I'm probably going to wait. There's probably three or four guys, Trevor Rogers included, <laughs> that I would take here. So I'll probably wait and see what comes back to me. So uh, I'm going to look I, hitter. If you went Trevor Rogers right here, I'd freaking this would be amazing. Go sale Rogers. Don't do it, what? Though, please. If I do Rogers. Yeah, if you went Sale Rogers back to back, that'd be so good. But don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Why not, Six. man? Okay, go for it. I thought you didn't um, want to. So I said don't do it. Don't let me talk you into it, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, oh no, that's Taylor Rogers went. <laughs> well, that would have been phenomenal. Saved you the, the pain. Ben Tid wouldn't have done that. Um, so now you're up. <laughs> now you're up. Yeah. Um, Bryce Harper's still out there. I'm going Lourdes. Um, I like that. I, I love, I love, I'm, I'm buying into the second half. He was playing hurt. Yes. hundred percent. He fixed it up. I, I think Lourdes Gurriel in that lineup next year, if you didn't really, if you liked him a lot last year, I should say, yep. I think you need to like him this year, just especially, as much, especially given the price. Yep. Yep. Exactly. hundred percent. Like so. it's, it is quote unquote, you know, we always say it's a deal. Well, you don't really know, but it's a pretty nice looking deal, to be honest. So I, I'm a fan of that as well. I think so. Thank you. Bob. So no problem. No problem. Glad I can be here for you. Um, it's interesting. Jared Kelnick went right after that in outfield. 
I'm 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 tempted Which at his ADP not a, too, man. At his ADP, yep. I'm tempted. So he Corbin, we sh- talked about him on yep. the forecaster pod. Corbin had him like the homer, homer and stolen base. I mean, that, it was that's there. Real with him, it's there. Just can he do it consistently with the rest of the tools? And that's the million dollar question with the. With Kalinic, which is which is a problem because with the depth they have there in Seattle, it, like they don't need to stick stick around with them right now. They're, they're they're playing to win, not to see what their prospects can do. Yeah, so that makes it tricky. Question for you, HQ question. Um, I, I'm probably dumb because I should probably know these things. When does the forecaster come back? Or not the forecaster, the uh, speculator. Um, did I just put you on the spot in an uncomfortable situation? No, it's um, <laughs> usually I do it. Usually it kicks back up in January. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah, because I saw you uh, quote tweeting some playing time tomorrow stuff, so uh, that's always good. Yeah, playing time today. Well, we did. Today, sorry. We did. So uh, much I pay attention to Twitter these days. Yes, <laughs> we did three articles this week and pretty much covered every move. It was pretty good. Be epic by those guys. Good. That is what it's um, all about. Jorge, Jorge Lopez. Lopez went. Yep. Oh. So we both said that name at the same time. Garofalo. Man, talk Duran about two, went, ha- two halves of baseball with Lopez. Ran went in the eighth round, and Jorge Lopez went in the 16th. Not saying one of those is better pick than the other, um, but it's just interesting in what's a perceived timeshare. But Lopez, man, he was so bad in the second half. Horrific. That's, that's why the that's why the price is cheap. Yep. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, as you said, for that. Kind of weird. My Guriel pick set off a mini outfield run. So I said Kalnick went right you. after that, then Ben Intendi, then, then Jock P. Jock James. Moving markets, Bubba. Yep, look at you. Cool. Kind of a big deal over there, Bloom. Kind of a big deal. Don't let people tell you otherwise. Aaron Ashby Here. went in the 16th. That's one of the That's pitchers I alluded one. to earlier that I would have, I'd be fine with coming back. There are, we're in round 17 right now. This is bonkers. Time is it? It's ten. We're moving right along. Hour and a half in. Yeah, we'll be done here pretty quick. This is nice. One a.m. for our East Coast drafters. You guys appreciate are troopers. Them, uh, ben Tid and company. Appreciate them uh, staying up late. Although, again, like once you're in this draft, I I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight after no, this. I'm, no, I'm not it's going great. to sleep at all right away. Yeah, that's, that's not happening. And energy drink this draft. I'm good. I'll be good for a little while. Man, there's some fun stuff out there in the draft room, on the draft we'll, board. We'll I get say. a follow in the chat. Likes the uh, Benintendi pick. Adalberto Monesi in the seventeenth. How the mighty have fallen. Fascinating. <laughs> Heath Caps. I don't know how you guys are drafting and talking. It helps me get through it. I'll tell you that. Once. I don't stress too much about everything else. It's a little distracting, but it's once you get in the groove. I I love yep. it. I mean. I'm a big fan of it as well. You did a bunch of it in your OCs last year. It's fun. It it it, it helps you kind of when you're talking and bouncing things off of people. It kind of reminds you of like, oh man, maybe I should look at this or this or whatever. And it definitely just, I always like things. when I say things out loud, it just yep. sticks more. So when we're talking about, oh, there's some second baseman later, like that's gonna stick. 100%. Hopefully, hundred uh, percent. I'm a I'm a fan of that as well. Um, let's see what Waxman's next auto pick is. Like as he keeps doing this monstrosity of an just slapping our face waxman awesome. gabriel moreno wow yeah 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 that, that might be what you want back yeah ben intendi was a great pick it was an auto pick garofalo it's a horrible pick 
Just remember that. Tyler Anderson went, so we're starting to get some starting pitchers roll. We are rolling. Logan O'Hoppy just went to Caps. Okay, now I'm getting a little offended there, Caps. Hey, Bubba, you don't have any catchers, do you? I have one. Oh, no, I you took Contreras. Right. And I still have like five or six guys I have zero problem walking Oh, right Hastings. A semi-snipe. Whit Merrifield. Hey, you know the rules. Round 17, you can't look at a snipe I know, anymore. That's why I, I said semi. <laughs> I mean, you I don't Nadia know Evaldi's how much he plays. Lady of Aldi's still sitting there. Oh, so is Trevor Rogers. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I love this. is the best part of listening to someone live sweat this out. No, because like I'm going to click the button. I don't want to click the button. Trevor Rogers. You need to get a jersey, man. You need to get a jersey. Come that's on home. Dude. That's your dude. Like that's you plant your flag. We plant our flags, on guys. You have planted your flag. December eighth, twenty twenty-two. Redemption yeah. tour. Trevor <laughs> Rogers begins now. Let's oh, go, baby. If anybody's good at clipping things, clip that one, please, and save that one for later. That, need, that might need to be the intro to our new thing. Level of clips. <laughs> good there lord, Chris Sale and Trevor Rogers filling oh, out love that it. middle. And then, yeah, least... like you said, Nivaldi's still out there too. Why not? Yeah, go for it. Get Team Bloom rocking and rolling. I know where I'm going next. If he's still sitting there, I'm going, my boy, Justin Steele. Yep, he's – that's funny you say that. He, yep. He's, I actually I, have him slightly higher than Rodgers, but um, I think the theater it, of the pick. I think Ben Ted will probably take him just because, you know, he, he picks most of my guys already, it looks like. He found a 10 seconds. Oh, but he ben, just took – up. Oh, he did – oh, no, he took Sonny Gray. Gray. I saw the yellow show up. Yeah. There goes Joey Manises. He went late. That's a late go for Joey. Um, he's been moving up boards. I'm not the biggest Joey fan. It was a heck of a year last year. I don't know if I trust him to do it again. But um, not a bad value at that point in time. Come on. Leave me Justin, boys. Leave me steal on the sex appeal. Come on. See, now it's crazy, Bubba. Like, now you really have to look at what positions you need. And again, the first time doing Gladio, like I, I have utility, two outfield and three pitchers. So like I can't take two more infielders. Yep. I don't even it know. Changes, if, it probably won't let me. It changes everything. Oh. Yeah, huh. I have two pitcher spots, um, two pitchers, two outfield, util, and corner infield, and a catcher. So yeah, I try, I try to take Steele off one pitcher spot left. And there's a lot of pitchers I still like. There goes Cattell Marte. Oh, that's late for Marte. Yeah, I he's think falling. I, again, yeah, he's just, falling a ton. He's yeah, falling. No a what ton. his ADP is? But it's just weird to see him in the seventeenth. Not so sure he'll be in the seventeenth round. There goes Jack Flaherty. Yep, give me Justin Steele. Come, this is gonna be one of my well done. This year. Good yep. pick. Big fan of that one. Big fan. Now I gotta get some bats. I have one pitcher left. Catcher, I can wait on. See, oh, let me actually check something here. Uh, roster grid. Garofalo has no catchers. I love you, Will. Like four guys have no catchers. Gialdi, Schmidt, Mitzuf, zero catchers. And then Waxman and Weber only have one each, and I have one. So it's two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven more catchers have to go. So maybe I shouldn't be too stupid with this pretty soon. That just changed my approach on this. Yeah, that's a good call. That's like yeah. With it drying up that quick, that changes. Maybe I'll like there's five or six guys I left, but eleven need to go. And if it gets crazy here in a minute. This could get tough, so I might just take my Eric Haas pick and I'll walk take, away. I've got Haas and Carson Kelly, yeah. uh, the top two. Well, I, I, could, I like Haas, Fortes, Kelly, Betancourt, Trevino. I could live with any of those. I could even make an argument for – I know I'm on the clock. I'm just talking. I, I can make an mm-hmm. argument for Elias Diaz if you really had to. I love any Rodriguez, but in this format, it's tricky. 
if Jan Gomes is the starter for the Cubs, it's a great one. Ryan Jeffers, Capusano. Like, there's options, but I'm just going to go Eric yeah. Haas, get it over with, be comfortable with my selection. And now I have catcher taken care of. I need CI, util, two outfield, and a pitcher to go. So this will be fun. I'm glad you, yeah, riddled through all of that because I don't know. I feel like if I don't get an early catcher, I'm waiting. Yeah, there's a ton back there. Like that, it's just we <laughs> talked about it late last year. Like this, the depth at the position we saw come up, and like as the annoying part about doing all the catchers, I was like really kind of quasi comfortable. Like I need to go back and look at my opening paragraphs for the black book this year because I broke down like just how many catchers played in over 100 games, and it was I think close to like 25 to 30 which tells you the landscape. It just spreads out so much now. Yeah. So something to think about. But you're on deck. I am on deck. I can hear the sweat through the microphone, by the way. I feel like I have to take this guy. Nate, you have all you going with another pitcher? This is great. Do it. probably already taken. (laughs) I feel like he's taking he's falling too fast. UT only, and I don't, but I don't think in this format UT only really matters. Oh, I I think I know you're talking about catcher for the New York Mets. No, damn. Oh, JD Martinez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been hanging out as my top hitter, as HQ's projected top hitter for a long time. Yeah, that's a that's a at this point, that's like I think in Francisco Alvarez of the Mets. Yeah, yeah, I can only also. But I like the JD in round 18. Ben Tid just clocked out. Oh, no. No, he, no, no, he got it in. He got okay, it did in. he get it in? Yeah. I think JD at this point, why not, man? Like, that's yeah. a ton of upside if he figures it out again. Like, a ridiculous amount of upside. He's too good to. Yeah. And you need a utility anyways. Like, it's not the annoying part of end season having to, like, move your roster around. Like, he is your util. Is well, that's is. what I'm. Yeah, that's what I kind of yeah. mean is, like, I don't. It like literally, we're gonna finish this draft. We might not matters. ever look at this page again. <laughs> it just. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm oh, gonna. Oh, I will. At, I'm, I'm gonna sarcastic. look at that Chris Sale Trevor Rogers combo. I might print okay. that out. And... Hey, fans of the show, if you guys want to set up like a burner account, like Ryan's favorite players burner account, just to update them on stat lines for the day. You can do it with me too. Bubble in the bloom if you want to make it feel better. I just want updates on it. every Sale and Rogers start. That'd be great. Put it on my backdrop here. Sale Rogers and, and yellow. <laughs> Wait, let me see something real quick. I, now I really wish they went back to back, though. <laughs> that would have been so much better. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. But uh, no, uh, JD Martinez in this format in the 18th round, I think. I like is, it. Well, just is... in reality, like, I know we're joking about Sale and Rogers, but if you just look like your later round picture with JD, with Guriel, with Sale, with Rogers, we know what the ceiling is for those guys. Like they're phenomenal ceilings. They just had injuries or just a down season. So maybe you're gambling on more than one or two guys. But at, in this format, like we talked about, if even three of the four guys pan out, like that's a big boost at that point in the draft. So I, I see the appeal as much as we're joking around about it. There's definitely like upside there. There is downside too. <laughs> Well, the thing is, again, like it's 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 people get annoyed Despite by the this. kind words, but yeah, but people yeah. people get annoyed by this because, like, we keep saying this format. But the downside of this format literally is get two injuries on your roster, and you're pretty much hosed, probably. So, yeah. like, would you rather gamble on like the upside or just you know be super safe the entire draft? Like, pick your poison, I guess. But um, then again, I say two injuries, everyone's probably going to have like half their team injured at some point in time. 
which was what makes this really, really intriguing, by the way. So, um, yeah. Speaking of intriguing, fun. a few intriguing starters in the 18th, Barrios, yep. Jamison Tyon, who you were thinking yeah. about, Bubba. Yeah. Like, Tyon, he, he does not walk people. And we don't talk yeah. about whip great enough. Great whip guy. Um, he's a great whip guy. Eric Going Lauer, I think, control. is a is a pretty boomer bust guy, but he has the ceiling. Um, and then Wainwright just went, so. Hey, Waxman took about, Carlos Estevez. Interesting. How about this? We talked about him a ton. One of our first episodes last year, Ryan. Randall Grishik still out there. Yeah, in Colorado. Yeah. Year two in Colorado. Nope. He no, just went not anymore. <laughs> Never mind. Thank you. Thank you. Gone. I just like saw his name and I'm like, huh, that's kind of interesting. I think was better in the second half last year. Let me yeah, look that up a before couple, I... a couple of bloom boards. Right? I feel like he was one of the unlucky home run guys, maybe. That we he, talked yeah, about. he snapped kind of right back to where, well, still too many ground balls in the second half, but the power mm-hmm. came back. The K rate was way down for Randall Gritchick in the second half. Yeah. Last year, first year in Colorado. I mean, we all love Colorado, but it is a change in scenery. It is a new league. It's a new country <laughs> yeah, um, much. for Gritchick. So I like that. I like that flyer in the 18th. Yeah, that just kind of stood out to me when I was looking because I need two outfield spots. I'm kind of like, perusing the outfield positions because it's weird like you have austin hayes who's been pretty good you know trey boo boo's out there but how much are you going to play blackman margot nick gordon i like but is there enough to like austin meadows doesn't even have a team right now you got azuna yeah. tommy fam like it's an it, it makes you like there's depth here but it's not great depth so it's a kind of another tip of the cap to getting those outfielders early potentially Another thing to look at with outfielders. So I need I need two more. Tid needs two more, who's right after me. Jay Mitz needs three more. Cool. You need three more. Like a, a lot of more. people two need more. outfielders. Oh, yeah, you need, need two, two more. more. Yeah, let's not get don't get me worried here. <laughs> I only need two. That I mean, I guess the software won't let you pick an illegal team. Like I'm guessing it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Like, can I I don't think I can. Well, I might have some. Multi-position guys. Right so now, I mean, if I picked I a utility, so yeah, I don't like. I, I don't think it would let me pick a utility uh, infielder because I don't literally cannot put them anywhere. That's good that the the software's like that because somebody's going to get you know high on something or drunk on something and screw that up. So that's good. There goes Nick Gordon. I like yeah, Nick Gordon. Hunter 19. Brown's a fun one. Hunter Brown's a fun one. Yeah, With the moves the Astros yeah. are making. It's fun. I'd rather I had his box. I'm not as I'm not as high in Hunter Brown after looking at his forecaster box. But again, elaborate. I'm, um, if I you just, can, the, he didn't really miss bats in the majors. Okay. Interesting. Um, he had the shiny K rate in the minors, but didn't miss a ton of bats. Strikeouts weren't there. But then again, you are kind of hedging against Houston. <laughs> yeah, that's a pitching factory uh, in terms of just approach and hitter. So I could v- very well be wrong, but um, I just didn't like fair. the skills that much. Fair enough. Fair enough. That makes sense. I will say that much. Um, man, I'm going through these outfielders, and wow, it might be a different approach next go around. I'll be honest. This is getting. You're looking at. Sorry, what did you say? You're looking at. Your I'm pictures. looking at out. I'm looking at outfielders that are available. Oh, yeah, yeah. I might be taking am, a seriously different approach next time around. So we're in that same boat. We outfielders are the only hitters I can take. And wow, this is murky water. Murky water, folks. 
I think I'm even more hamstrung than you because I need speed outfielders. Yeah, then you you are much more hamstrung than me. Worse. That is for sure, man. It's getting tricky. This is where doing the podcast part gets difficult because you really have to like focus a little bit more. I'll be honest, people. So, but uh, Mm. I think I I think I know where I'm going. But we'll wait and see. This is tough. This is really can Charlie Blackman keep putting up a floor because he's put up a (laughs) floor. So, well, did Conforto? Conforto went. This is the issue with speaking. I, I miss guys that get taken. Um, McCutcheon and Blackman are the, the top two outfielders. Yep. That is Kutch even on a team teams. right now? Or is he a free agent? No, I'm just a free agent. That's what I thought. Actually, did he get I'm, signed? I'm, look, I'm pulling his page up right now. No, he's still a free agent. He hasn't signed yet. Because that's my biggest concern with him. I've seen him in a lot of drafts. Well, I haven't done a lot of the drafts I've been doing. I keep passing on him. Oh, sorry. You're on the clock. Yeah. Um, because I just don't know where he's going to go. Bloomfield's going to get me. Need outfield and I need speed. Oh, so shoot. Austin Hayes went. Who took him? Eth Caps, good pick. Damn Take you. Manny Margot. Yeah, that's a good one for what you need. Bubba Thompson's out there if you need more speed. I know. I know. He's uh, yeah. he's in the that's, queue. But I think it's in I, the queue. Bubba Thompson, man. Yeah. He could be in the minors by May. Yes. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it could be Miles Straw this year. Or even worse. Well, I don't know. Miles Straw might have been even worse because he played every day and still didn't do anything. So you actually started him. That's true. Now, Matt Mervis is still out there for those that are into that kind of thing. I'm not saying I am, but I'm just saying if you're into that kind of thing. Yohan right, Moncada is still out there. Holy crap. Man, how things have changed. This is not as fun as it once was, Ryan. I'm just kidding. This is a blast. No, this is awesome. Man, Joey Votto's still sitting there. He can't be that bad two years in a row. He just can't be. And I need a corner infielder. But, man, even the projections only have him hitting 225 next year. That's rough. That is rough how the mighty have fallen. Where do I want to go with these next picks? This is drying up quickly. But, you know, I went pitching heavy when I probably could have waited a little longer. Lessons learned. That's the fun of this deal. But, um, yeah, that was spicy to say the least. You know, you till Bryce Harper, is anybody going to draft Bryce? Like, he could play half a season and still put up, like, 2010. I know. I, I, I mean, he should get taken. Like, I'm tempted. I have a util spot. I'm t- I'm tempted, but I'm not yet. I'm back on the clock, and we're going to do it with my boy, Trey Boo Boo. Let's go, that Trey. That is your boy. Yep, and I'm going to put him in the outfield for now until I have to move him around later maybe because he's first base outfield eligible. So we're going to go that route for now. The Trey Boo Boo. Going and back to Bryce Harper, there's been 33 gladiators. Yeah, he's been taken in all 33. So Yeah, he's got to go. Like you, Actually, you his can't- – his max pick is 303. We're we're around away from that. So we've went way past the mid and now we're close with the max. And or we're past the max. Interesting. I can't no, we're not we're not no, we're not around away from the max. But I okay. like I said, I cannot take him because he's UT only and I've got yeah, um I'm back on the clock. What Jorge Soler just keeps staring me in the face. I'll be really honest. That's, that's not good. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just like there's a lot of power there. Telling myself lots of power. Man, this is bad. Oh, crap. 
Jake Fraley's out there. Kind of interesting. Friedel's out there. Harold Ramirez is out there. Jesus Sanchez. I think Yastrzemski's a good bounce-back candidate this year. I'll be really honest about that. I think... Oh, no, there's my pick. I had him circled earlier. I'm gambling on a guy now in round 20. Give me Nolan Jones of the Rockies. Okay. I like full that. Se- full season in Coors. That's yeah. the one I had circled. So we're going to go that route. So I need a corner infield, a utility, and a pitcher. My last three spots. Last three spots. Corner infield, <laughs> utility, and a pitcher? Yep. Going to get fun. So I can get any Don't hitter, need... which is oh, nice. Okay, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Any, go ahead. Any hitter. And then I can piece it around there. But it's there's still a lot of pitching. This is something I'm going to take note of for the next time. Might not be the same quality of pitching, obviously, but they're still like Nate Evaldi's still out there. Ranger Suarez is still out there. There's options. Cal Quantrill doesn't get a lot of strikeouts, but dude, ratios, W's. Nice option. And Bloom is on deck to make his big outfield pick, of course. No, I'm going, go. I'm going pitcher. I need three pitchers. Are you going with one of the ones I just named? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going with your boy? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. This team Bloomfield, man. Why am I not going with this? Is great. This is great. Team Bloomfield coming in strong. I mean, he legit. I'm not just taking him because he's it's it's the brand, but like one of the best. There goes Harper. Ben Tid just took Harper. Good pick, Ben. Good pick. I I, Um, I like it at that point in the draft. I mean, this is 50 picks past Evaldi's ADP. This is almost a max for Evaldi, so it's. So I'm definitely not that... jumping ADP to do him. And on my little sheet here, he's my 80th starter off the board. So it's, I don't know. We're it's about, it, that's about guy, right. Think... Yeah. But this pitching staff could be an absolute disaster. Or by August. Or it could but be amazing. I, dude, Cole and Gossman up top. Like, yeah, Gossman, so we did, um, we, we, in the forecaster, we do those upside projections, and we got we did it for Alcantara last year, and he won the Cy Young. We did it for two guys in this year's book, and it's um, it was Spencer Strider and it was Kevin Gossman. Those are the yep. two guys that we did up Cy Youngs on. I just want to mention something. Um, some pitchers, like I mentioned, Suarez, Cal Quantrill, but even if you just want kind of like upside innings, kind of whatever's Taiwan Walker, Carlos Carrasco, mm-hmm. Brian Bayo's well, out there. Aaron yeah. Savali had a good second half. You got Quintana, Cody Morris, who we talked about on the show. Mitch Keller, do you hope we get there? You got Pavetta. Like there's a like they're not all elite, of course. There's a ton of options here at this point in the draft. Drew Smiley's even out there had a great year. But just throwing out nonsense by now. No, I I mean, and I'm at least just speaking selfishly, you know, no one cares about my team, but like Taiwan Walker is a perfect puzzle piece for my staff just because I took a Valdi sale. Like I have an innings yep. <laughs> deficiency mm-hmm. that Taiwan Walker, uh, 150 innings each of the last two years, yep. can probably clear up big time. I got, and so. if you like, you might not get the strikeouts. Are you going any of the Cal Quantrill's your dude? I'm a Cal Quantrill guy though, and people clown on yeah, it because he doesn't strike guys out. But he gets great ratios, he gets wins, and he pitches deep into games. Like right. he's a poor man's Framber Valdez because he doesn't strike guys out. But the 15, rest of the stats 15 wins last year. Yep. He's good. 
He's I just haven't good. gotten to him in my rankings yet. Yeah, he's yeah. almost there. Shit, he's good. Maybe your rankings him. might be flawed, Ryan. I'm just saying. No, like, no, like I haven't, <laughs> I haven't gotten to him yet. Oh, to do him in your rankings? Gotcha. Yes, exactly. Okay, I, like, yeah, I thought you meant like you're going through your rankings. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's actually pretty good. Like I'll, I'll, I'll say, it, I'll say it right now. If he comes back to me this next round, I will take Cal Quantrill. I hope he doesn't because someone needs to pick him. But I will take Cal Quantrill. Yeah, I'll probably snag him just because. Also, you I should. You need. I him. need two. I need two pitchers, one outfielder. Yeah. So I, I, I'd rather go into the last two rounds with one of each. Available. Yeah, that makes sense. A strategy. Cal's too good to be down here. People just hate the no strikeouts, which I kind of get. But man, what he can do for the, like, especially for you who has Cole and Gossman getting yeah, all those games. I'm good. Is. Yeah, Quantrill <laughs> helps so much in the other categories for you. Two interesting picks that just happened. Again, we're late twentieth round. Oh, oh there's shit. that Jake, name again. Jake Fraley just went. Um, Brandon Drew James, Dre Jameson, and Brandon like Fat. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. First time uh, I heard his name was yesterday. I was clueless on him. Oh, his 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 numbers again. Yeah. Just numbers in the minors are like. Some of the best Ridiculous. you've ever seen. Yeah. It made me go look him up. I'm like, oh, oh, it, okay. It's, um, it's wild. So I can see him going. So yep. he just went, yeah, t- end of the 20th round. That that makes sense. And I liked what we saw from Jay, Dre Jamison towards the end of last year in the bigs. That was really impressive. So Arizona's I didn't, doing yeah, things. I didn't, I didn't see him much. So, yeah, but yeah, Diamondbacks are a They're doing things. squad, man. Giants, just keep sitting on your hands. It's okay. Go get Mitch Hanniger. Don't worry about it. I mean, that's not a slight on Mitch Hanniger. It's just we got money. Do something. I am glad they didn't get Judge, though. We've talked about that on the show before. I like Judge, but it needed to be five years or less. That wasn't happening. Yeah. It was like these long term deals, they don't work out. <laughs> just for these guys at their ages, it just doesn't work out. Arson Judge. Dude, how how yes. how great was Twitter this week? Unbelievable. I stayed off of it today for obvious reasons because today I'm guessing was a just bonfire. Um, but uh, yes, it's with the hot stuff, it's been the best. And remember, it was disappearing like you, like you tweeted the other day. And uh, look at it now, striving. So yeah, it was it there was goes Ranger. Pretty, there it goes was Ranger. pretty epic, pretty epic winter meetings. On it was awesome. We've needed that. It's been a while, but now the, the sad part, I'm like, that means it's just going to be quiet now for like two months. <laughs> Because they got yeah, a lot of probably. way, a lot of yeah. it. But it's, I mean, just think back, man. A year ago, like yep. we had no idea if there's even going to be a season. Obviously, there was no winter meetings. Like that was a dark, dark winter. Yep, it changed a lot. So it's awesome to see. Um, and nice. again, all these big contracts, like the health of the sport. I, they're spending money. It's same teams, but they're spending money. <laughs> yeah, a portion but, of the teams are spending money. Yeah, it'd be nice, like. And people have said it. I've said it forever. And the collective bargaining, they need to do it one of these days that forces teams. Like, there needs to be a, a, a floor, a cap floor. Make these guys have to spend money. Garrett Whitlock yeah. to Waxman. Yeah, Whitlock. Oh, Waxman must have woken up from his from his trance. Whitlock's a good pick. Yeah. Well, that was an auto pick still. Um, yeah. So, we'll see how that one plays out. But Jared Walsh, he's a fun pick this year because – what a disastrous season last year after the big 2021. So we'll see, but we're creeping up, up to into, your pick. Oh, they're in Taiwan. So I guess I'm going to go Quantrill. Yeah, I like it. I don't blame you. I'm going to be bummed, but it's a good pick. The only thing with me taking Quantrill is, so I kind of messed up. Or you can go Carrasco if you want. Carrasco's another one too. 
No, nah, I like the volume, um, yeah. the perceived volume advantage with Quantrill. Mm-hmm. Um, you now Mervis just went, it's so I'm going to take Quantrill. My issue is I still only have one reliever. Rafael so I kind of messed that up. Rafael Montero. I need to take a reliever in my my last pitcher pick. Mm-hmm. So I have CI, Util, and pitcher left. There's a lot of pitchers I like, so we're kind of good there. I'm kind of buying into a little Spencer Torkelson rejuvenation. I was going to say that. Okay. Kind, of a, kind of a fan of that. Patrick Wisdom, that. Joey Votto. Bought a, a lot of power guys. I've always been a Garrett Cooper fan, but I don't know if I need to go there. Um, so those intrigue me a bit. What other util bats do we have here? Again, there's Jorge Soler. Francisco Alvarez, <laughs> I think, could be a fun one at this point in the draft. He just kind of gets forgotten because he's util only, I think, and everyone's playing the catcher game. But he should. I don't know why he wouldn't start the year with the Mets. But then again, maybe they'll sign four more guys. But he's got some just crazy power numbers, so that's interesting. Um, Tommy Pham right. just went to Ben Tid. That's a that's a really good pick. That's a really good pick as well. That's a really good one as well. It was only a couple of years ago. It was Pham and Loriano going next to each other in drafts and writing ADP debates on the two. So that's fun. Um, I remember that. Yep, they're right next to each other. So I love both of those guys. Yeah, so did I. Like, I always try to like, lean YouTube to Loriano, so. Yep. I'm like, I love them both. So I have soft spots for both of them. Um, Garofalo's giving you a hard time in the chat. One reliever, Ryan. One reliever, Ryan. But uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go torque. I think I'm gonna go torque and see if the prospect pedigree can come through. It's the freaking Tigers, though, man. <laughs> it's, it's like remember draft good players on good teams. Remember we talk about this. <laughs> it was Elias Diaz and Ross Stripling. I like that quite a bit. Yeah, let's just do it. Give me some torque. Here's my corner infield. So I have Util and a pitcher left, Bloom. Util and a pitcher left. Man. Do I just get my pitcher out of the way, or do I go Util fun? This is where it gets good. But I'm on deck. Man alive. There's not a lot of bats I like right now. There's still a bunch of catchers I'd rather have than most things. <laughs> you can't stop talking about these damn catchers, man. Because they're still there. The ones I named <laughs> off a while ago, they're still there. That's like it's like proving a point right now. I'm on the clock again, so let's see what I can screw up here. Man, it's bad down you here. Piece, you gotta request a new position, a piece of Pia next year. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's just the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, One thing I probably should have done this last couple rounds is look position by position i mean we're still trying to draft a team so yeah see which positions still have dudes just in the future here we go and you got you got 25 seconds i'm torn on this i'm not going pitcher because there's enough pitchers i still like out there so i'm filling up my util spot but i am not happy with a lot of the options i have here uh i think i'm gonna go patrick wisdom the average is horrific, but power, a little bit of speed. Man, this does not make me feel warm and fuzzy, to be honest. But that's where we are. Man, I've got a, I think I have wisdom in every draft I've done so far. This is not good. That's not good. Not good at all. That's not wisdom. That's not the it's opposite not of wisdom. Yeah. A wise man once. Yeah. Um, oh, man. So now I just sit and wait on pitching for my last pick. Oh, so we have Eric, a bot in the room. That's good. Yeah, so Eric Schmidt did those did the double tap catchers in twenty one twenty two when Elias Diaz and Carson Kelly like, bing bing. I so get you can it. Do that you can do it. They can definitely do it in this draft. 
Oh, what the hell? Logged out of my roto wire. I gotta get oh, back in here, man. It's the off I'm season. Up. Yeah, you gotta hurry up. You're not scared. You need what do you need, Brian? What do you I need, need? A reliever. I'm going back and forth between Evan Phillips and Rafael Montero. I like both of those, honestly. Like I, yeah. F Phillips is sneaky good too. I know. That's a um, fun, fun one. Yeah. Damn. This is this is awesome though. This format like I can see why it's addicting. I don't want to take both, but I obviously cannot. Because I feel like Phillips could. I mean, he could close. For I, I think he. I, I think he very well could. I, I like Phillips for that. But he only had two long. saves last year. Montero is more of a lock to get saves. I'm going to go. If Presley gets hurt, that's the difference. If Presley gets hurt, it is Montero's job. But and even Phillips if he doesn't, like, I still think Montero is going to get five saves. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's his. Like, I, there's just going to be times where Presley's not available. Houston wins so much. Well, Kimbrel's still out there, like you mentioned earlier. Kimbrel Chapman. Chapman got taken. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, but a couple other guys I know I've been kind of looking at in um yeah, in uh Brandon Hughes from Chicago is an interesting one if yeah. you want to punt that direction for those that are still doing stuff like this. But there's some like Brewster Gatterall goes later. If you're in the Evan Phillips camp, you can go even later with Brewster Gatterall in certain jobs. I probably just butcher that Jose Alvarado is interesting. Um with Philadelphia, there's tons of them. So there, there are options back here. Chris Martin was one until Kenley Jansen showed up. Still could be though, in theory. We've seen Still Jansen miss time. Yeah, yeah. Jansen so. was not not the best coverage of Jansen at first pitch. Not the most. Man, are you guys gonna still leave me Brian Bayo for my last pick? He's still that, there. That, like you guys, I warm my heart, but you guys are crazy. So like, don't do this. Like mm-hmm. I, that is my pick, but like I stay with Quantrill. That didn't happen. I'm just gonna tell you right now, it's it's Bayo, Savali, Cody Morris, Mitch Keller. It's probably one of those four. That's in that order. That's, that's a how lot it's of go down. That's a lot of good flyers, honestly. Yeah, that's like it, it would it it's could make deep. sense to just wait. I'm pitching and take all I'm these pitching. flyers almost. <laughs> you see what happens and get like loaded bats. Not not get stuck with Patrick Wisdom and Spencer Torkelson, stuff like that. Maybe better outfielders, Bubba. Concepts like that. So. And I still wonder if I should have taken uh, Garofalo said he's our gift to you. Thank you, Will. Appreciate it. <laughs> That's awesome. I love Brian Bayo. I think there's so much to like about this kid. But he's also young. Like, it could blow up in my face. But where are you going with your last pick? You're ahead of me. So I got to go outfield. I got to go speed. Um. By the way, another couple of pitcher names I've, just to throw out there. Steven Matz and Braxton Garrett. Yep, like the Garrett call Both too. Especially. Still available. Yeah. Um, so I don't know who I'm going to my last pick. Erod's out there. If you don't care about ratios, oh, I've learned my lessons. God. This is probably the. This, I've learned my lessons. This is probably the year he just goes nuts. Oh, I was going to take Trent Grisham, Grisham, but Waxman is auto picked. Autoed him. <laughs> Oh, Waxman. I'm, we're going to have to give him... Well, he doesn't care. Why give him crap? He doesn't care. <laughs> That's pointless. <laughs> yeah, this is Joey Bart. I was wondering, see Trevino? The Bart has fallen so far, and I get it. I 100% get it. But, man, that's a rough one. Especially when the Giants were shopping, like they were in on Wilson Contreras and stuff. That tells you what they think about Bart, personally. Yeah. Yeah. It says a lot. Then again, Bark could go play first base. So could Wilson Contreras. Don't bring back Belt. 
So am I looking in the same outfield for my last pick? <laughs> and are you going Will Myers? No. Um, either Tavares or Bubba. I'm a Leody fan, but I think Bubba's probably got the playing time now. More steals. More steals. I don't know That's if what you more need, playing right? time. Hunter Harvey's a good spec pick that just went off the board. Really good spec pick. I like that a lot. And then I like the Luis Garcia pick, second base shortstop eligibility. Yeah. He, sim- similar to my thoughts on um, C.J. Abrams. But you were on the clock. Luis Ortiz is another good spec pick in the 23rd. Yep. <clears throat> Joey Gallo. Mm, Bubba or Leody? If you need steals, you go Bubba. Leody if you want overall talent, I go Leody. Hope that helped. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how much do I need steals? I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. About 25 seconds. Oh, take it all. Matt, go a little more it? upside and go Bubba. That's your upside play for sure. Don't okay, boys. But... We got four picks to me, and that means Brian Bay. I'm the second to last pick of the draft, by the way. I almost got Mr. Irrelevant coming up. I almost got the Brock, per- the Brock Purdy pick. Brock Purdy. Yep, Niners quarterback now. Iowa State alum. Yes, yeah, he's Iowa State to me. Four year, four year, <laughs> that's what I said. I was watching the game because obviously Dolphins, Niners, all my buddies were over at my house. And I literally said, who's your backup? Because Lance is out. And they're all Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. Well, Iowa State, he was great for DFS. Yep. Always cheap. Pair him up with Hutchinson or his tight end is great. <laughs> Iowa State, it was Brocktober. Yep, it was Every awesome. Year. All right, Bubba Thompson, we're still waiting for Benny Taylor. Oh, this was fun, man. This, this was, was a blast. A I, I don't mind. And they were quick. It was quick, too. Yeah, well, it's uh, just over two hours. Not bad. Yeah, don't mind it at all. There goes Brandon Hughes. I like that spec. Yeah, there's Brandon Hughes. A good ben Tid. Brandon Hughes. Yeah, sh- shocker that Ben Tid had a really – I didn't even look at his full team yet, but I know he had a good draft. Yeah, like, like every Martinez, pick, really, a that's a good one. pick. Um, a lot of good teams, though, because it's a different format. It's so, like we could say this or that or the other, but we don't really know right now. We yeah. can have ideas, of course. It was Justin Brian Bayo, come on down, my boy. Man, you are a Bayo guy. He's only been taken in twenty of the thirty-three drafts. So. Well, I should have been in. I should have been in thirteen other drafts. Apparently, apparently, I had his forecaster. There goes there, there goes Tony. Kemp, There's your Mr. boy, Tony Kemp. Mr. I love Irrelevant. it. I love it. After all of that, Tony Kemp off the board, folks. But that not Jace Peterson. That is, yeah, Jace Peterson's undrafted. So you're Jace. right, Jenstead. Jace Peterson has yeah has not been. What was great about the Jace Peterson thing is the next day the A's signed to let him as Diaz just to top it off to be like his platoon partner essentially. I think so. I think the Jace Peterson Tony Kemp comp might have been the highlight of the pod tonight. No, the highlight of the pod was you making fun of my catcher's things and then the inside <laughs> joke that I made that you know about. So it was perfect. That was a good one. Plus my my Trevor Rogers yeah. and Chris Sale. It was fun, man. Oh, was fun. That was good. Hopefully. Um, at least in, I, I have no idea who's still listening at this point. But if you are, still like, still have thank people you. in the that chat, was... like they're still here watching. So we're good. People are paying attention to our nonsense. Yeah, hopefully not. But, I mean, we did. Uh, I, I it felt wasn't like we all sprinkled nonsense. In some good yeah. uh, player pool. Level and we'll have things, when, at least early on. And obviously, we'll have more if we ever do something like this again. Because as we keep prepping for 2023, we just wrapped up the recaps of 2022. You did your forecast right in my black book. Yep. Starting to do rankings. You're starting to do stuff. Like the more we do this stuff, it'll be even 
more fun and knowledgeable going forward. But this was definitely a, a good time. The chat on the NFPC side, everyone was active, having a good time. Yes, uh, people joined us in here on, on the YouTube feed, which is great. So I I love that. I'm looking forward to possibly doing some more of these, even either Bub in the Bloom style or you know you got your labor coming up. I know you'll do. I'll, I'll do some OCs and whatnot. Like there'll be more some more live drafts. They're a lot of fun. They are. They are and good content. So. Yep. so yeah i think so next episode we'll do uh we'll, hot we'll do our hot stove recap early yep. next week so that'll every, be out like wednesday every transaction since the season ended <laughs> what honestly why don't we do like at least all the winter meeting stuff yeah we'll do all the we'll, we'll do, fire we'll do all the big stuff so if you get your questions coming deep. folks i know you guys are starting to do your draft you have dynasty questions not the biggest dynasty guy but we'll help where we can um i know there's a lot of stuff but uh ryan I'm going to sign us off unless you have any final thoughts. Um, no, I can see where the where the addiction comes in with these things, uh-huh. with these drafts. It's, it is a really fun format and just not just from like the the being able to do it all in one night, but just there's just so many different ways strategies. and new strategies to to build your thing out um, in this format. So yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I'll probably do a few more if, I'm gonna if, do as long least, as they offer them. Yeah. I'll do at least one or two more. That is definitely going to happen. So we'll see. I know like uh, I also say, I know some people reached out to myself that asked if we do other ones, let us know. I will let you know. We'll make it happen. We'll have some fun with that and uh, get some more groups involved in this. And maybe we'll just do like uh, a a massive uh, Zoom type thing and have some fun just talking to each other. So we'll see what we can do, but uh, we'll wrap it up there. Lots of fun. Check out Ryan on Twitter at RyanBHQ. I am on Twitter at BDentric. This was Bub in the Bloom, episode 31. Catch you guys next time.